Welcome in, everybody, to the Dadbot Sports Cats podcast, episode number eight, the Ocho. Um, I'm Rods the Ripsaw bringing you in. I'm your buddy, Coop. And it's Trip. Well, guys, um, we have eight NFL signing this week. Dak Prescott signs a four-year deal worth $160 million. What's your thoughts? $40 million a year. That's that's not a bad paycheck. Honestly. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it another typical Jerry Jones, like, shoot himself in the foot move? Yes. yes. Um, it, it doesn't surprise me. Um, the Cowboys no. did it. <laughs> Dumb. Here, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a little biased as a Giants fan. A little. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, I'm glad he got paid. Honestly, after his injury that he got last year and how, you know, Jerry kind of dragged him around. He got his money. I'm never going to cheer against the guy. But that much money after an injury is uh, questionable. I just, I don't think he was worth it. <sighs> that even, too. Even, even, even before, before the, injury. the injury. I mean, honestly, I, I, okay, I know in the NFL, it's hard to find a franchise quarterback. And yeah. do I think Dak's a good quarterback? Yes, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. I agree with that. But Jesus Christ, man, $40 million a year, basically. He's is, the highest-paid quarterback, right? It's, yeah, it's stupid. So I, the highest-paid, you would think he's better than, like, Russell Wilson. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, you know. Aaron uh, Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a, better than all these players. Yeah. No? In, in, in the words of a good friend of ours, the great Jenkins, dumb. <laughs> dumb. Dumb. Um, <laughs> dumb. Yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm glad he uh, – I'm glad he's getting his money, you know, after everything that went down this year. But when I saw how much he was getting, I went, <laughs> okay. Was the, what was the noise real with Russell Wilson, though? I think it still can be. Um, yeah, I, I, I can definitely see him getting traded from Seattle. Honestly, I, I, I don't know where he's going to go. But, I mean, the way this year has been – Going with quarterbacks, it would not surprise me if he goes somewhere else. I've been reading that uh, Chicago's been pretty hard and heavy about it. Oh, but they have Trubisky. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's. I mean, he was drafted over Deshaun Patrick Mahomes and, and Deshaun. Mahomes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, again, I, I think if you're Seattle, I don't know if you. Do you want to trade him? No, because you're not going to get another quarterback like Russell Wilson no. for years, if not ever again. I mean, because honestly, look at Seattle. And the whole time they've been around, they were never – they were a laughing stock. You know, people, oh, yeah, Seattle, they're an also-ran team. And then whenever Russell Wilson got there, I mean, they became great. They were always that defense, the Legion of Boom defense. That was yep. awesome. Uh it was just that was a great team to watch. Plus, you had Marshawn Lynch running, you know, over everybody except for when Pete Carroll decided to throw the ball. And he'll never live that down. <laughs> he will never live that down. <laughs> Anytime <laughs> you think of Pete Carroll, you're always going to think of the only other why great. Why did you not run the ball prior to the, the, this era of Seattle Seahawks? I can think of that was you talked about was Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander, yeah, he was good, and yeah. they—they—that was when Holmgren was there, and they played in the Super Bowl, um, which they lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. But uh, you know, humble brag. <laughs> I 
But what? I, I, I yeah, humble brag. I can't even think of a quarterback in Seattle prior to Russell Wilson that was like you. David Craig. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Rick I mean, Meyer. I mean, yeah. It was like ooh. none of them were ever. But if he goes to Chicago, I mean, that could be. Be interesting. That'd but be interesting. You still got to put weapons around them too. Absolutely. Oh yeah, but I, what I'm saying is that would be a fun, fun team to watch because then you have Russell Wilson against Aaron Rodgers twice a year. Right. Like, that'd be that'd be pretty fun to watch. But you know, we also see it too. I mean, it's been popping up on Facebook, and people 100 percent right is you know Brady takes a pay cut to get the players on his team. Yeah. So. Yeah, you, you want to go where the money is. You know, you want to set yourself up. But if you're really trying to but put yourself in a position to win a Super Bowl, you need you need the team around but you. But to be fair, Brady can take that pay cut now because Brady's already made the money. He's made these. And Giselle makes way more oh, money. Oh, yeah, so exactly. But what I'm she laughs at his money. Like, yeah, I mean, that's crazy to me. But, yes. So Brady has already made that money. It's I cannot expect to ask a Russell that's, Wilson. Wait, that's crazy to you that his wife makes that much more than she than he does because he's getting paid very handsomely, and for her to make more, that's crazy amount of money. Yes. Okay, I was wondering where you were going with that. I'm okay, just curious. Sorry, I'm not being freaking potato here. shit. You know, okay, <laughs> just, just want to make sure we're not getting canceled off yeah. of something you said. We we got to clear the air. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Either way, I mean, my God, you get paid. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. If you play, you can play. You get paid, you get paid. I don't care. Whatever. Anyways, freaking potato shit. Back to my story. <laughs> yes, it's crazy that she makes that much more than him because he makes so much money. But I'm not going to – I don't expect to ask a Russell Wilson, a Sean Watson, these younger guys to take a pay cut now to win because you got to make the money now. Yes, Aaron Rodgers could take a pay cut. Yes, Tom Brady could. Yes, Drew Brees could have. Absolutely. But Tom Brady was taking the pay cut even when he was in New England. Yeah, but he's still – he got paid before that. He already got his – and and he's not – I don't was want he to say – Was he getting paid while he was in Michigan? He's not taking a pay cut. Let's not say he's taking a pay cut. They're dev- He's still getting that money. Yeah. They're just – He's not hurting for money. Yeah, we'll they're say just that. saying, okay, instead of this you know, four-year deal, we're going to break it up to where we'll pay you in 10 years and – pay it like that it's they he's still gonna get his money a bobby I mean, bonilla contract bobby please. bonilla contract yep. except for you know he brought championships to where he was unlike bobby Bo. yeah but <laughs> i'm gonna argue no <laughs> I, you know so but yeah i think i think he'd get traded what about you guys you guys think there's anything Russell's to that going I, I think he could I, and the way, why i see it is if you're stuck in the system for so long and they're not going to build around you and in, in let's, let's be honest, their defense, the big guys used to be on that defense. They're about gone. So, Oh yeah. What, what are you going to do then now to protect Russell Wilson? You're going to keep expecting the same thing of, Oh, he's going to get those positive yards. You can keep running around like crazy. I mean, at some point as he start keeps creeping up in age, that's going to run out, and it's just it's going to be hard to watch. Well, and if and, you can get the protection for him, and and yeah, I think it could work. Do I see it though? No, I mean, 
Well, and that's the bad thing about the NFL now is they're paying these quarterbacks so much money. And the salary cap is a hard salary cap. It's not like the salary cap this year went down. Yeah, the salary team. Yeah, the salary cap went down. So when you're paying Russell what thirty million dollars a year, let's say, that's why I'm. I've heard this before, and I'd be almost for it. Is having two separate salary caps. You have your salary cap for the team, and then you have a separate salary cap for the quarterback. So let's say if it's fifty million dollars. Okay, I'm just throwing a number out there. So it's fifty million for a quarterback. So now you can pay you can pay uh Dak Prescott that forty million. Now you got ten million, and like I said, I'm just throwing fifty out there, even if it's forty. So you you pay him, now you've only got ten million to pay a backup. Or do you want to do another way where you pay, you know, a quarterback twenty million and then you get a better backup? I I, th- I think that'd be fun because, like I said, the, the salary cap now is so hard, and these teams are struggling. The salary cap is is tough, especially is. if you have a quarterback that's getting paid. Yeah, you yeah, almost that's the thing cannot is, do it. I mean, yes. Other than this year, because of everything that happened with COVID, I mean, the salary cap does go up, but I mean, so do player expectations. Can I? I mean, see, that's just normally how it goes. Can I see Russell Wilson being traded to the Bears? Absolutely. I can see them being the suitor, but what I don't see is the situation changing because the Bears got problems. Mr. Trubisky, you've seen it. Protection problems there, too, so you're oh, jumping yeah. back in the same situation. But you're going to the Bears. I mean, it could be a shake-up. I mean, the sometimes you that, just need a set of fresh eyes. You know what I'm saying? I, I get that. But fresh arm, fresh that, legs. I think the only thing that changes there is the style of coaching. And sometimes that's that's what you need. It, it might, but but is but does Russell Wilson need that to jumpstart him? No, because he consistently plays well. No, and I don't think it'd be a jumpstart, but I think it'd be. You see where these good quarterbacks, good players, go into a different system, and it is a fresh start, not a jumpstart. It's a fresh start to their career of like, okay, well, I've got this, and you got to realize Russell's been with the same coach the whole time. He's been with Pete Carroll since he started. He's been in Seattle since he started. So maybe it is time for him to have a new area where he can see what's up. Yeah, I, I think what it is with Seattle, too, is since Russell came in and Pete Carroll and everything like that, we've we've said this, is they've, they've been a good team. Oh, yeah. They've never mm-hmm. been that elite team. You know? Well, no, they've they were. They won a Super Bowl. But I'm saying they've they, been to they, a they, they weren't what they could have been if they adapted with the times. And I don't think they've been able to keep up with it. You know what I'm saying? Where do you think that they lacked in adapting with the times? Yeah, I don't think it was the times. I think the salary cap that ended up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. But it's one of those, you're trying to keep, like we said, that defense intact. Well, to keep that defense intact, they want more money. You're not going to be able to pay that money. You're going to have to let these guys go. And that's why I want to kind of come back to the salary cap too is get rid of the salary cap. I don't think there's any city in, in America that cannot would would be a small market team. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. No. no. See, I, I don't, I don't like that. I like, no. I, I mean, I kind of like the salary that's how cap. I feel, but no, and, and, and that's, it's, it's good, but I, I, I can see. Well, okay. 
One that's just a dumpster fire that keeps unloading people right now is Houston. And I think, you know, granted, there's different circumstances, but they were pretty competitive. And all of a sudden, they well, I think ownership's a big reason still of that of that demise. Oh, absolutely. But they own all, all these contracts. Office. Okay. Yeah. Look at look at the Eagles. The Eagles have made uh, a career of just piss poor moves and just Unloading contracts, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and these aren't small market teams. So now let's talk about your Cleveland Browns. Let's talk about your Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's talk about your Buffalo Bills. Let's talk about. Um, I mean, even, even the Chargers at one when they were in San Diego, small market. Kansas City, not a big market. Yeah, really? Kansas City's not a big market. Yeah, but they also got a very loyal fan base right now. They've always, always had a loyal fan base. Oh, yeah. I mean, always had that. But I'm saying I, I feel a lot more people have hopped on the bandwagon. Well, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's Can always. I, is that fair to say? Yeah. It is. And that's, um, and but, yeah, team. like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, going back to, like, the Priest Holmes day. Yeah, they had a very, very local fan. Holmes was, yeah. Big but, fan of his. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Turtleneck. He won but, me He won me some fantasy football games. I'm sure. Like one of Yeah. It seemed like fantasy just started with him too. I know, man. Yeah, that was right when it was then. getting that that yeah. was like the first big name that came out that was like you know who my football. my first ever draft pick for fantasy football was? Who's that? Aaron Rodgers. Oh wow. <laughs> Everyone's still learning how to yeah. do fantasy at that point. <laughs> Quarterback, first round. Was it Tom Brady? It was that Tom one? Brady the one year in our oh league. That threw everything out of yeah, way. Yeah, I did. <laughs> We're like, what just happened? I'm at a Harris Teeter in line. My wife's band. I'm going, holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> Everything's off. Hold on, babe. I got to go. Yeah. I looked at Raj. I was like, I don't even know what to do now. My whole strategy uh, just. Uh, no, people are like, this is just going to fall right in our lap. We got yeah, this. You end up working for it. <laughs> thank did. God. But... Thank, thank you, doctor, for that one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there were some other. I know there was. We were talking about the salary cap. A couple of the players got cut. And there's a lot more to come. Uh, John Brown for Buffalo just got cut. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders was cut. It looks like the Steelers aren't going to re-sign Juju. Um, that's going to that's gonna be a big yeah. one. Eh, I, I don't, don't think he's a number one I, receiver. I don't think he's – yeah. I think he's, he's a, a very good two. He's a very good two. Yeah. And I think if he gets on a team where they have a true number one, yeah, he can do great things. Run you at the scenario. Instead of that going to free agency, do you think Detroit and Pittsburgh could have just traded Galladay for Juju? Mm, yeah, I could see that. that or even a Buffalo, Pittsburgh, John Brown for Juju. I think John Brown's chasing the money, honestly. No, but what I'm saying but, is that yeah, guy, you could get that same. I, can tell I you think wherever Juju, Juju behind Stefan Diggs would be solid wherever juju goes they're going to go to the super bowl because we saw it with antonio brown and uh, yeah. Le'Veon, Le'Veon bell. bell exactly so yes. wherever yeah. they go they're going to go to the super yeah. bowl so you're going to fall backwards into it but. i don't see it, <laughs> it i think he's i think i think what happens i think juju is going to go to a team just to get money i don't think he's going to a super bowl contender well i, I mean i don't blame him. i heard uh i did hear miami was looking at him some so, I, heard, yeah. I actually heard our Giants were looking at him, too. The Giants were looking at him. That could so. work. I mean, you never know. It's, I don't know. He, I think the drama's going to follow. To though. me, yeah. He, he's, he does a lot of on-field. I mean, you can absolutely oh, test God, he a lot of off. stupid things yes. on the field. But who would be the – well, I mean, 
we don't know until you know hit free agency or whatever. But who be right honestly? Now, I want to see the draft too. The Is number it, what? Who be number one receiver in Pittsburgh? Would be Chase Claypool. As of right now, Chase Claypool would be our number one guy. I don't think Chase is a – I think Chase has the potential to be yeah. a number one guy. He's not there yet. Um, I think he needs to get He needs to get somebody else there. Like we had this conversation about Juju when Antonio left, though. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So, I mean, and, and that's the thing. It's, But I, I, think, I think Chase is better than Juju. I just you – know, I thought Chase has – Chase has more of an upside than Juju does. In my opinion – since I also think Juju was kind of thrust in the role that he wasn't ready for. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, but the Steelers just got this way of just hammering out number one wide receivers. We, I will I say, mean, the Steelers have Ward, always been good at Emmanuel drafting Sanders. receivers. He is one of my favorite all-time to, receivers. Was on Wards. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Just I the mean, way, honestly, what the, I loved about just, him just his was frame too. I mean, he was built more like if, a freaking. That's if you got sons out there. If you have sons out there that are receivers. Have your sons watch Heinz Ward block. Oh yeah, he was, yeah. Because that's Arguably how a receiver is supposed to block. Blocking receiver. Rather than you know what we see nowadays is they just like oh yeah I, I'm afraid uh, to touch you. Uh, no. uh, <laughs> Trip just had surgery, so we appreciate him being here. But I'm yeah. afraid what I I can and cannot it touch just on hit him. Hit the left side, not the right side. Yeah. But um, yeah, just Heinz Ward's just a just a blue nose or blue collar hard nose. Blue nose. I've <laughs> put two words together. <laughs> Seems like I'm taking your Percocet. Yeah. Is what it seems like. <laughs> Blue collar hard nose is what I was trying to say. Blue nose. It's Blue a thing. We're going with seller. it. Better than Blue Waffle. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. He wasn't but he was just, he, I mean, he was just rugged. I mean, he, yeah. I mean, that's what I loved about him. He had that he, raw he attitude got, as a what? receiver. Heinz Ward was a throwback receiver. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was he was like the one of the last hard nosed receivers. Yeah, you don't. He was. I agree. Yeah, he's he was definitely one of the last hard nosed receivers before you got to the diva. Yeah, receivers around. But. It was like him, Wayne Corbett. Yeah, I, I will even say, uh, he's a dude on your team. Play with a broken leg. Beasley. Or, Cole Beasley. Cole yeah, Beasley. Cole he's Beasley. he's he's got that yeah. feel to him too. Yeah, I always but. like Cole. Cole's a. He was With a, a luscious uh, he was locks. A blue, he was definitely a blue nose player right there. Blue nose, blue yeah. Nose. Cold, blue blue nose I'm sure his leg was pretty blue too. <laughs> Damn, well, blue nose players. Blue nose. So uh, every week we're making sure it's blue nose. Every week we will come up with a new one. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we uh, dabble in next, guys? Um, um, I think we could definitely hit on the NCAA basketball tournament coming up. Yeah, it's coming up quick, fast, and in a hurry. It is, and we're already in March. We are March what now? It's eleventh, I believe, 11th, today. Eleventh. Um, and, and just to let everybody know, uh, we're like on West Coast time right now. So, because <laughs> this guy was late to the party, getting every this all organized. So, you know, we're, we're for you West Coast people, you're loving this yeah. shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we did see Duke. Is going to miss the tournament for the yeah. first time since 1995. I feel bad uh, for Mike. I mean, Coach Mike's just you know, Coach these K, days are done. Still yeah. can't believe that. It's crazy. Kentucky's going to be out of the tournament. No Kentucky, no Duke. North Carolina is holding on by a 
by a thread. Syracuse holding on by a thread. So, I mean, really, you Gonzaga's got, yeah. still looking good. Gonzaga's looking good. Michigan's paper. looking good. But Michigan. the last, uh, who's the last champion? It was uh, UVA. UVA hasn't been, you know, really impressing me. And they're, 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 they're in it right now. But they're in it. But there's so many of these uh, blue nosed teams that we've heard about. <laughs> <laughs> That you're so used to seeing in there. I wouldn't say they're blue-known teams. I would but say, three of the blues aren't going to yeah, be in there. Three of them, yeah. I wouldn't say they're blue-nosed teams. I would say they're NCAA royalty. Yeah, okay. You know? Yes. I mean, it's one of those, when you think of tournaments, you always think of, you know, Kansas. You always think of Duke. You always think of... Kansas is in. Um, another team that's not going to be in it, and I hate to see it, but it's because of... Uh, their NCAA violations or whatever it is Oklahoma State. They have Cade Cunningham on that team, and he's probably going to be the number one pick overall. He's been really fun to watch. They're not going to be in the tournament for that. Um, but it's crazy because, like, you're looking at some of the big teams aren't in it, and then you've got Florida State's playing good basketball. Yeah. Alabama's playing good basketball. Yeah. I mean, you've got these teams that you just aren't used to seeing basketball-wise playing great. Clemson's playing really good. Right Honestly, now. I'm kind of excited for this tournament because I'm waiting to see like team like like Bowling Green. Oh yeah, yeah. You know like <laughs> well, in college hockey is a perennial favorite. What? What happened in with college the college hockey? Bowling Green's a perennial favorite. But you don't know hear any college basketball. Nobody really watches the Frozen 4. I mean, I know you do. I'm not trying to sound mean. I'm just trying you to You just honest. always do. I'm not Sorry. I, I couldn't tell you who's got... I can uh, tell you probably who's I, okay. in the Frozen Four most North of the time. North Dakota. Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota. Boston. Yes. I'm going to say Harvard. Yeah. You're going to have... My close? You're going yeah, yeah, to have a team from the Boston area. You're yeah. going to have a team yeah. from one of the Dakotas. And Minnesota. And you said and Minnesota. Minnesota. You're going to have somebody yeah. from there. And then uh, another team. But, but you know what you're going to have? You're going to have one guy Boston, Rob. Yeah. And then the other one goes like, oh, and freaking gold helmets, too. The gold helmets. Yeah, those okay. Like I didn't know they had that. See, oh, I'm yeah. just throwing stuff out there. Like I, I don't know. I've never watched. But you know, college you know, hockey, so that, I don't know that, who's good. Like you said, on on the thread that's not going to make it. That you know, probably scoops this stuff up. Is Syracuse, and they may not make the tournament. Yeah, there. But yeah. you know what they're scooping up? Some of that poutine. Oh, yes, wow! Raj came in with it this week. Oh yeah. <laughs> And it makes sense because they're a Yankee team, so <sighs> takes it off that my dude. shoulders. Now. I was trying to wait for my opening. Where I just stepped like, where am I going to stick it in? Oh, awesome! There's that poutine. So, and we've yet to get that poutine, people. So again, that offer still stands. I'm, my, uh, I'm waiting on it. My bracket, my team name. What's your team name? Palette for poutine. Palette for poutine. <laughs> <laughs> I got to figure out my team name. By the way, guys, we are. I, we just started. Uh, our bracket challenge for the NCAA tournament. We're doing it through ESPN right now. It's the easiest thing to do. Um, we do have it on our Facebook page. Please join us. It's free. It's something fun. We want to start doing stuff like this, and eventually we want to do some kind of prizes, T-shirts once we get those going, stickers, because, that guys, we it's down the pipe. I promise. We will have T-shirts. I can tell we you this right stickers. now. We'll I will say this. Stuff like that. We'll talk about prize. If you if you get the bracket correctly, a hundred percent on ours, I'll touch your penis. Like there's no way, there is no way you're gonna get it right because your top hitters are not in this tournament. It is just a blind crapshoot right now. So yeah, you get it right, you win. 
I'll take a li- a good old penis touched by the yeah. coop. I'll take a look. I um, <laughs> I, I, I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> but yeah, there's I'm no way. Say, there is no way. There's no way. Doesn't matter. I'm not putting that out there. Yeah, I'll buy him a beer. You just did. I will yeah, buy, I'll you buy you a beer. <laughs> Raj and I will each yeah, buy you a beer. I gave you all a beer Raj for I, free. I'm. Not, I mean, Raj and I. It's got to be something like if, if you, you know what? Incorrect. Raj and I will take you to a bar, buy you wings, and all the yeah. beer for the night. <laughs> I'll wait for you we'll in the car when it's over. The tab, and then Coop can touch your penis <laughs> afterwards. Raj and I take care of the tab. Coop gives you you know little thing like late night uh little rug. But holy crap! On that note, uh, are we are we about to take a break? Because uh, yeah, do you want to keep talking about uh, it? No, no. That's, we're, we'll we'll be back. Welcome back to the Dad Bod Sports Podcast. It's Trip over here, and guys, we're gonna talk some NBA news. Something came out earlier this week, and it's funny and not funny all at the same time. Cancel culture got yeah, another. Cancel culture got another. This one. But rightfully so. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the Miami Heat's uh, Myers Leonard was fined fifty thousand dollars and suspended for a week after <clears throat> using an anti-Semitic anti-Semitic there you go slur. So Who he was knows? playing. Yeah, he was playing Call of Duty, and here's his quote. He says, "Fucking cowards! Don't fucking snipe me, you fucking blank bitches." Blank is a derogatory word, uh, word a for uh, Jewish people. Starts with a K. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if it's one of those if they're allowed to say it. Yeah, I don't know. Thing. I mean, I, I'm not going to use it. Because... I like I listen to Little Dicky, and he uses the word all the time because he's Jewish. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't like know. I, said, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm Catholic. We just hate ourselves. Yeah. So, so but what I'm saying, I haven't I heard. Not, I haven't heard that word used in years. Like. Yeah, come up with the the K words like well, what the hell, bro? And that's like, why I, don't, I, I think the uh, the the biggest problem is is when these these gents are on these games and and we see Kyle Larson, yep, you know, on, on you know NASCAR or whatever. Kyle you know, Larson just, lost his just, ride last year for it. He's just just spouting off, and in the you're not thinking because you're in the moment, and then you're it's. The tongue is going to screw you more than anything because it's going to take years for you to rebuild that reputation. If here's ever. here's my thing, I, I hate I hate cancel culture. I've said this 150 million <clears throat> times. I freaking hate it. People make mistakes. People say stuff doesn't mean that they're racist. I truly did it not know that they actually got rid of the dog and Paw Patrol until I no they didn't it. they did. Yeah, they did. They did what? Chase? Yeah, I watched an yeah. episode like oh really? Like a yeah. week ago. Oh my god! I mean, I mean, I, I there's only so many episodes of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse I could take. See, I didn't know that because we watched Paw Patrol, but I didn't see they got rid of Chase. That's so stupid. Again, cancel culture is the dumbest thing in the world. I freaking hate it. I wish I could cancel cancel culture, but I hate it on but both. South sides. Park is still around. Exactly. I hate cancel culture <laughs> of the people who say cancel things. And then I also hate the people who say the cancel. So like Coca-Cola, for instance, they're starting this whole new thing about how to not be white or be less white. white. And people are saying, all right, well, that's it. I'm not drinking Coca-Cola. So now you're canceling Coca-Cola. So again, 
it all goes back to cancel culture. Mm-hmm. All of it is it's one big vicious cycle of cancel culture. Guys, do you remember Freedom I've Prize? Yes. <laughs> I remember, dude. I've seen this 150 that? times. I, dude. It was like after 9-11. 9/11. France yes. said they wouldn't support us and everything like that. Yeah. So we wouldn't call them French fries anymore. We call them Freedom Fries. That lasted yeah. real long. Yeah. So maybe, maybe but, it's the same thing? Yeah. Here's my thing, dude. Happy I don't was care. Another one like, snapped out. Yeah. I don't Johnny care. Johnny Bravo on deck. About any of this crap. I hate cancel culture. It should not matter what your skin color is. It should not matter if you're a man or a woman. It should not matter what your age is. It should not matter who you sleep with. It really doesn't fucking matter. So why is it such a big deal? Why do people make it a big deal? That's what I hate about cancel culture is we're making it a bigger deal than this. All of us here, the three of us, we're teetering we on grew politics, up. So we gotta, we, no, but here's okay. the thing. We grew up in the fire service. Mm-hmm. All of us grew up in the fire service. And we've worked with people of every religion, race, creed. Race, creed. I was in the military. And in the military, yes. We, and not once have we hated somebody, at least the three of us. I'm, I know there's people out there just like any profession. I hate everyone driving. Yeah, but you're you're a Yankee in that. But what I'm saying is, dude, Fair. let's just stop this madness. Okay, so he said something bad. He got suspended for a week. He's playing a video game. Like... I play video games and I cuss all the time. Do I use the K word? No, <laughs> no, I don't. Do I use the N word when I'm playing it? No, no, I don't. Nope. But have I called somebody a mother freaker or a piece of shit? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's. Well, I could tell you growing up on Call of Duty. I mean, we were around for the first Call of Duty and all the way up to now, which I think it's Vietnam now. This is the most recent. I don't came play out. Call of Duty, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't play Call of Duty. Okay, well, there was Modern Warfare. So to my gamer dads out there, um, way back when, do you remember the waiting lobby of a Call of Duty? Any Call of Duty that you played growing up, the waiting lobby. I cannot tell you how many people slept with my mom in the waiting lobby. (laughs) It's incredible. Like, it's absolutely incredible. My mom got around. It's part of of life. You you talk shit. That's the thing is... They say, you know, it's it's racist and it's anti-Semitic and everything like that. And, you know, I, I, I don't say those things that don't. But do I think he said it out of a place of hate? No. I think he said it, you know, honestly, uh, Edelman did an yeah. open letter to him. Did you read it? Yes, I did. And I think he kind of he kind of hit it on the head to yeah. me. He kind of said, you didn't say it out of a place of hate. You said it out of a place of ignorance. Exactly. You know, and I think really that's what it was like. For him to say that word, it wasn't obviously. It's weird trying to dance around and not actually say the word. The K word. I yeah, mean, the K word. Yeah. So he um, he says that's not a very popular word. That's what I'm saying. To say I haven't even heard it used in. I don't think I've ever heard it in my everyday life. I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody. Now, granted, I'm not around a whole lot of Jewish people, so I don't know, but. In my day-to-day life... I heard it a lot up in New York. I never heard it like that. I did. But I think... But the, yeah, down south, we're the racist. Okay. Anyways, back oh, to... Oh, I can tell you, New York is a melting <laughs> pot, but everyone melts separately. <laughs> but so. I, I, I think maybe to kind of be rude of this, this issue was once you get behind the computer and, and whatnot, or the video game is, you think that, well... I can speak as I want. Nobody's gonna check me down, and 
But honestly, Raj, I don't think he meant it. I I agree. I don't think he meant it as like the guy I'm playing is a – I know this guy is a Jewish guy, so I'm going to call him something that's just going to kill him. But, right. but I don't what, think no, no, that no. was it. I what, think it was just I'm, like what I'm, just trying to, yeah. what, I, what I'm trying to say is I think that he he's expecting not to get checked down by someone. And he's just going to keep just spawning off because of the game. And I think this is where it's got others in trouble too. And, and that's where I, I think the issue comes. And I, I agree with what you guys are saying is – haven't used the word forever. Don't think they were talking to in, in, in that context, but it, it, he put it out there and people checked out. And, and he got not, he got a slap on the wrist, basically. It was a fifty thousand dollar fine in one week. Miami's losing three points a game. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's it was a slap <laughs> on the wrist. I mean, honestly, and I'm an NBA fan, but I think that if it would have been a bigger name, I think it would have been more of a we're going to send yeah. him to um, classes to help him do this and a fine. Sure. It wouldn't have been a suspension. And I think that could have been in any sport. It, it, it's funny. You know, you guys all know when it comes to sports, the bigger name is the harder, the the harder it is to, to get suspended or something bad happened to you. You get a lot more leeway. And that's. I think nowadays, though, is you're under a bigger microscope. Truly, that's I the point I was really trying to make. Well, I mean, that. that's the thing too. Is I mean, he did this on Twitch. I think it was. Yes. So it's on Twitch. Dude, you were you were already a media sensation just by being in the NBA. You got all eyes on you. You got. I hate. Always, I always hate when people say this too. You got kids looking up to you. Yeah, but there you go. And that's that's where I, I really think is you want to be the, the role model, the me- the mentor, or whatever. I mean, granted, you slipped up. Now, if what, he, whatever we want to say, and that's but, the thing is, like you know, you look at like he'll be the high class athletes of our time, like the Derek Jeters. You know, the guys who would present themselves with class. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm going to put David right in that group because that was the guy I looked up to. You know, just carried himself. You know, was Mm -hmm. just respectable. And then you have a dude on Call of Duty, like, videotaping himself and saying all these things. You're like, brah, like, how thick are you? Like, Here's the thing. Like, if you had just, like, got, like, Call of Duty and just played it and you said this thing... It'd just be lost in the chat of that is Call of Duty, yeah. you know. But you had a camera on you to do this, so we're all we're all sports fans. Obviously, we're doing podcasts every week talking about sports. But I am of the opinion that athletes should not be role models. I don't think they should be. I think that they we are entertained by them, we enjoy watching them, but I don't think that they should be role models. And yes, I understand for a kid. A kid is going to look up to LeBron James. A kid is going to look up to Mookie Betts. A kid is going to look up to Tom Brady. There are players that are just at this level that these kids look up to. I understand that. But they should not be a role model, per se. I agree with Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley always said, I don't want to be a role model. I don't want to be a role model. I want to be be a basketball player. I want to go out there and play basketball. And he was freaking good at it. 
and he's great on TNT now. I love watching Charles every – Terrible golfer. Uh, he's a terrible golfer, but I love watching him <laughs> on TNT. I think that's one of the best shows mm-hmm. out there is inside the NBA. Him and Shaq together, comedy gold. If any, if you guys yeah. – if you're not an NBA fan, you should watch that show just because it is one of the funniest things you'll ever see. But I don't agree that athletes should be uh, – Hold on. I, got, I, I disagree. I, yeah. 100%. Because if no, no matter what, I mean, because no, no matter if it was years ago or, or the current day, kids, kids, you know, are going to look up to, to these these great players. Well, I, I and, just said I know they are, but I don't think they should be. No, I disagree because they they're going to look up to these players, and they they're just going to say, "Man, that's how I should do," and and it's going to. And there's some players I feel that I don't want to be the role model, but guess what? Because you're in the public eye, you are, and and kids are going to emulate how you know that one carries themselves. Kind of like we just said with the, going back to the jeers, the um. All right, Raj. I, the way I, the way I look at it too is just to kind of piggyback off Raj here is. Like you said, kids are going to look up to him. And what do kids see when they look up? Be like, that dude worked so hard and achieved his dream, and I want to be just like him and achieve the dream that he that he had in front of him. I want I have the same dream, and I want to be like him. I mean, if my you can go if after my son him, but that's not a role and, model. You know, that... my son says at six years old says, "Hey, Dad, I want to be a professional ball player." Well, why? You know, I, I look up to this player. He's such a great guy. Goes back to a charity. I mean, he's just a good dude. Absolutely, that's a great role model. Now, do I think I should be a role model to my son? Absolutely, no questions. Like I should be the person my son should look up to. But here's the thing, too: is I mean, we can all agree we want our kids to be better than us. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, so to see like these guys who are you know making millions of dollars and doing good for the community and, you know, living the dream that we all would love to have. To say that you can't be a role model, I, I can't agree I'm with you I'm not saying that. you can't be a role model. I'm saying I don't think they should be role models. And, again, the reason I'm saying this, Raj, you're a hockey fan, correct? Who's, yes. who's one of your favorite players of all time? Dougie Gilmore. Dougie Gilmore. Did Dougie Gilmore ever get in a fight while he was on oh, the ice? absolutely. Okay, so Dougie Gilmore liked to throw down. So... Is that how you wanted to grow up? Is fighting all the time? No. Okay. Hell yeah. So, but you look past that, correct? Sure. So again, that's why I'm saying they shouldn't be role models. You looked at Dougie Gilmore as like, I love his hockey. I love watching him. What he did. I would with, love to be a community. hockey player. You know, and he did stuff for the community. But overall, guys, we're all flawed. So when you put these players under a microscope and you expect them to be perfect all the time. No, but do you nah. expect your kids to be perfect all the time? Well, no, kids are freaking stupid. We all know that. Our kids do the dumbest shit in the world. But what I'm saying is he hasn't you can't expect. Intentionally. Wait. He's getting a year old. <laughs> yeah. Wait, oh, yeah. he's oh, food in my face oh, already. Not intentionally, yeah. but like. Oh, Wait, there, yeah. Kid. At about three is when they really start testing your buttons. And after that, you think there's days that they're the greatest person they do. it, And there's days where you look at them and you're like, you're not my child. What the F? Yeah, <laughs> you're not my child. I don't, know, I don't know what you did to my child if you ate him overnight. So you killed my child, but 
Scoop. What I'm saying is, <laughs> as we're watching a big cook, scoop cookie dough thing on Sonic, so that looks so good right now. All I'm saying is, I hate putting these guys under these microscopes, especially now because no, I everybody's got what cameras you're saying. and all. So but, that's why I don't like them. But being then you see like moments of greatness, like um, who was that pitcher? It was a Tigers pitcher, Galarraga. Armando Galarraga, yep, for the perfect, the imperfect. Had a perfect game. Yep. Had a perfect game, and Jim Joyce, Jim Joyce's own words, I kicked the shit out of it. Yep. I think it wasn't even better back but, in the well, day. Just, a- just let me finish on this thought. Is Galarraga had a perfect game. That's, that is the best you can do as a pitcher. Pitch a perfect game. That is the best thing. He got the last out. Jim Joyce blew the call. Yep. Did you see him raise hell, kick dirt he on the smiled. umpire? He just smiled and went, well, damn. Yeah, dude, I respect that yeah, hell out of that man. You know, teammates raised hell, and Jim oh, Leland. Yeah. Jim Leland lost it. Yeah, yeah. I, but I look at you know what I look at him and said, dude, that is a composed player. That yeah. is just a dude. If my son said, you know what, that that umpire really didn't did me wrong. I'd be like, hey, this guy had a perfect game, had a perfect game, and it was taken away from him over a bad call. Is that going to let you define you who you are as a person? I'll do even one better. Is freaking uh, Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan, you know, a lot of people looked up to him, but he also beat the shit out of some people too. Oh, yeah, he bashed the hell out of <laughs> oh, who was it? Robin Ventura. That's who it was. <laughs> he bashed Robin Ventura. And Nolan was like... Right, into the, right into the headlock. Yeah. Nolan, like Nolan caught him like in the headlock and said, eat it. Nolan was in his 40s. Robin Ventura was in his 20s. Do you think Nolan? And Nolan stood there as Robin Ventura is coming. He's just like, all right, here we up and go. Put him in a headlock and just. <laughs> Who do you think got the worst on. hit? Was Bautista? Or do oh. you think it was Robin Ventura? <laughs> Bautista took a hell of a hit from a door. That was awesome. Whenever his. I think you know what, what made that better was the slow motion where you see his sunglasses. You see the sunglasses come freaking, off. Yeah. And plus, it's Joey Bats who I hate. So seeing him get beat up by anybody is amazing. But yeah, I think we kind of got off topic. Yeah, (laughs) restrained. Yeah. Um. So we did see that another bit of NBA news that came out is Blake Griffin. Uh, he signed with the Brooklyn Nets. Huge signing four years ago. Yeah, (laughs) if it was four, (laughs) four or five years ago, we would have let off the show with that. Hey, I can tell you, as you know, newly found Knicks fan, welcome. He said, "Hey, I want to win a championship." I'm like, "You're not even trying to Nets." I thought you I said, said Knicks fan. I was like, newly found Nets fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, he picked a hell of a year to become said, a Nets fan. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know what? I, I did like when Jason Kidd was actually playing in Jersey and everything like that. I did like them. I did like the Nets. Um, I just hated they they were in Jersey. But then I also looked at. I was like, well, some are my Giants. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. When they came to Brooklyn, I was like, perfect. Welcome. Now, now we're <laughs> now we're now we're good. We're really good. Um, he said, I want to win a championship. Welcome. Um, how do you think, let's do, go ahead and get do you it. think, do you think he's going to be a, it's not a defensive presence that we need though. No. And then that's the thing. It's, it's, we need defense. It's another guy, but now Blake has not had a good year this year. Blake has been not no. good this year, but you know what? Harden wasn't doing well this year before. Yeah. But Harden, we, I knew Harden still had it in him. Harden, you could tell he was he was almost mailing in. You could almost tell yeah. he was mailing in. Blake, I think, is trying. I think but he was trying, trying this year. Yes, but even even at that, I don't. I think, like you said, 
four or five years ago, this could have let off the podcast. This, oh my God, what a yeah, great. This is colossal. Yeah, this is huge. They got a big four. Now they still got their big three plus Blake. Plus Blake. So to me. Now he could come out and just blow up. I mean, oh, yeah. he does have that, you know, X factor. I mean, because, I mean, it is Blake Griffin, but. Absolutely. And like you said, he's a name. He is a, big, he's name? a very big Blake name. Griffin. It's a very good name. But and I know this was an all a championship. I want to run, blah, blah, blah. I think he's going to be selfless. I think he's going to kind of go the uh, James Harden route where he's not going to try to be the superstar when you're on a team of, let's say, two superstars. I'm not going to give Kyrie the superstar status. I don't know. Kyrie's having a hell of a night right now. He's got 40 points tonight. Yeah? Yeah. How many assists does Harden have, though? Uh, Harden's only got eight assists. Really? Yeah. Huh? Kyrie's, Someone picks so up the slack somewhere. That's how we're going Blake, with the next Blake, is, uh, he's not playing tonight. So Is Durant back? Uh, I don't think he was playing tonight, honestly. I got to look. No, he's not playing I tonight. I didn't know if he was yeah. coming back after the Ultra. No, break. Durant's still out. Um, but as of right now, it's, uh, what, about a minute left in the game. Brooklyn's winning. 120 to 109 against Boston. And that's Brooklyn's MO now is like we talked about the defense, but Brooklyn is kind of kind of like beer league softball. We're just going <laughs> to outscore you. You know what? We're, we're not playing defense. We're, we're just going to just keep hitting the ball and just run it up on you. That's, that's the Brooklyn go-to now. So they're kind of going the, um, Kansas City Chiefs are out. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just going to – and hopefully – Just keep scoring. Hopefully they don't run into a Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. team. That, um, well, everyone says Le- we're at, we're at LeBron the, and the Lakers are going to run with it. So, I mean – I don't know, man. It's So, we're at the halfway point Utah of the season. does not get enough respect. They don't. They do mm. not so get enough in respect. The, in the um, All-Star Game draft, they did the, the live draft – the last players picked were all Utah players. We're all from Utah. Yeah. So, um, again, the dra- uh, the All-Star game happened. It was like 200 to 190. It was nice to see Steph Curry smiling. LeBron, yeah, LeBron's team. In fact, this is – I think LeBron, I saw it was – he's 5-0 and as a team captain. Is he? And he said that he wants it to be – I, I think it was 5-0 and this okay. time. I think he was going in at 4-0. So he wants to uh, retire as a team captain, which I don't blame him. So is the Blake Griffin signing a um, a depth move? Like you yeah. get a, get a KG veteran for you know whatever the, the case Blake's, may be. Blake's not going to be a guy who can. He's not. Gonna I don't think he's going to. He's not going to be a starter. I think he could be a spot starter. He's not going to be you know a thirty minute a night kind of guy. Um, but when you're trying to win a championship, is that a piece that can say, "Oh, absolutely, help get me over the top"? Oh, yeah. And you know, it's not going to be a long term. Coming off guy. the bench, yes, I yeah. think so. You know. I think I think if they if they play Blake off the bench, um, I think that's definitely a good move. I I wouldn't. I don't. I want to go put all four. No, out on the same. And that's the, the thing. Now. I would I would put Blake as a guy who's coming off the bench. Is he going to start some? Yeah. Is he? Eventually, gonna get you know, the Kyrie needs gig? a breather. Hey, Probably come on in, but Harden needs a breather. Hey, come but on it's in. nice that you have that option. Yeah, absolutely, and, and that's why I think 
it wasn't a bad signing, but it's not like we said, it's not four four years ago where it would have been colossal. Right. You know, this holy crap, they just got a fourth big name. He's just he's still a name. He's still you're not a basketball fan, but you know the name Blake Griffin. Yeah. yeah. You, you know. So I think it's a I think it's a good move for what they're doing. I think it's a yeah. good move. Overall. You know what I feel it's kinda he's not gonna hurt you. It wasn't like with Harden where you gave up your future. Yes. It was uh okay, you know, it's another piece. Yep. Come on. And that's the thing. He was available, he was uh he was cut, um, and then he came through. It's not gonna make or break you, but I think it's a it's a good pickup. Absolutely. And one other thing um was DeMar DeRozan, I think it was, is gonna be leaving San Antonio. Or was it was it DeMar DeRozan? It might have been Lamarcus Aldridge. I'd have to look again. I just saw it a second ago. So, hold on. Back to it. <laughs> Anyways. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, not DeMar okay. Yeah, it's LaMarcus Aldridge is uh, going to be leaving the Spurs. Not a big deal. I think he can go somewhere. I wouldn't mind seeing him go back to Portland. I think that'd be a fun little place. Him and Dame Lillard, who to me is probably one of the most underrated one players. Team I think felt throughout all this, we haven't even talked. Yeah, about it's weird Portland. because they're yeah. they're always a team that's in the conversation. They're, they're always up there, but they're the Trailblazers, man. I'm <laughs> dad, dad, dad joke. So yeah. uh, I mean, better. that's. Yeah, that's pretty much it for NBA news. I know, Rod, you have... Come on, talk about, a couple... talk about your boy. We're I know hit. you got some news about how he's you know got the most points, steals, assists. Oh, are you talking about Melo? Yeah, you got something to say about him. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, he's just amazing. I mean... Uh, Did you get your shoes yet? I have not ordered them yet. Uh, I... He only has one hand to order them. Oh, yeah, I've only got... <laughs> But I will I will give you this. LaMelo Ball is the only NBA player in the last 60 seasons to lead all rookies in total points, rebounds, assists, and steals at the All-Star break. So, I mean, I wasn't going to throw that out there, but since you brought it up, yeah. Do you just want to be his agent? LaMelo Ball's agent? I'll take, like, point, I'll be a, point 0.5%. Percent. Yeah, I'll be his agent. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think he'd be, be his, like, best agent ever. Absolutely. I can, hey, look at this guy. Give him the freaking money. You're going to have that conversation like you had with uh, what's-his-face from the Yankees? You Whoa, so yeah. <laughs> All right, so. You got time. You got about four minutes. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. We're, Tell your story. We live in the Charleston area, so the Charleston River Dogs are our minor league organization, and they're having were. a game. Yes, they were. Now they're with Tampa again, which is where they were before. So, Charlie Hayes came down because his son was playing. I think it was the Pirates organization that he was playing for. I can't remember. But Charlie Hayes' son was in the minors and was playing. So, Charlie Hayes came to Charleston for the game. For those of you who do not know, Charlie Hayes was a third baseman for the New York Yankees in 1996, which was the first World Series they won in my lifetime. It was the first one they won since 78, I believe. So, <clears throat> Charlie Hayes caught the very last out of that World Series. That was one of the biggest things ever for me as a Yankees fan at that young age. I was 12 years old, and I was like, 
so good to see your team yeah. at 12 years old win a championship. And I remember Charlie Hayes catching that last out. So fast forward 15 years. Charlie Hayes is at the River Dogs game. And they show him on the big board about how he's here. I was like, oh, I look at my brother. I'm like, Matt, it's Charlie Hayes. I gotta go, I gotta go talk to him. I gotta shake his hand. I gotta just let him know I exist. I'm sure Bill Murray was in the stadium somewhere. Yeah, also. I'm sure. And <laughs> I've actually waved to Bill Murray and I didn't get this feeling. I was like, Bill, and yeah. he waved back. That was but Charlie Hayes. So Charlie Hayes, I walk up to Charlie Hayes and for any of you who've watched Saturday Night Live and saw the Chris Farley Skin when he was with, uh, with Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney. Yes. like, you remember when you were with the Beatles? So that's exactly awesome. what happened. Awesome. I uh, went up to Charlie Hayes and like, hey, uh, hey, hey, Mr. Hayes, how are you? And he's like, I'm good. I shake his hand and I'm like, yeah, I remember you with the Yankees. You were awesome. And I shake his hand again and I continue to talk about how awesome he was and I shook his hand again. And then before we leave, I shook his hand again. <laughs> So you as we're, four times. At least four times. Okay. So as we're leaving, we're walking down the stairs, and I look at my brother, and I said, Matt, was that as bad as I thought it was? <laughs> and Matt, without skipping a beat, goes, no, dude, it's fucking worse. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. You're so and, awkward. And, uh, yeah, I, I walk back to my car in defeat going, Charlie Hayes, who is not a great player, not an- – Yeah, but you probably made his but day. I you did, know? yeah. He's just like, yeah, you know, it was cool playing third base and someone recognized me, but I, I had someone starstruck. I totally fanboyed. Someone was totally fanboying me hard. And you know what? I've I've met Reggie Jackson. I didn't act like that. You right. know, and so it's like me losing me, my mind to like Benny Ogbayani. Yeah, like I mean to me it was, you know. Yeah, I fanboy for Charlie Hayes. So my brother Matt. He can tell you about that story. He was there, and he laughed about it. And so I'll leave you on that note. We'll, we'll, we will we'll come, back come back with some NHL news. Welcome back to the Dad Bod Sportscast. That, did, that, did I step on anyone's toes? Did I, did I do it correctly? Welcome back. We're going to be discussing a little hockey. Leading us into hockey is our hockey concierge. Very nice. Roger Winnick, the ripsaw. Yeah. So what you want to talk about there, Rutch? Uh, first of all, we need to talk about your boy there, Matthew Barzell, last Saturday against the Sabres. Filthy. Filthy-ass goal in the second Filthy. period. Filthy. You know what? You know what's good? It is a good goal when people who aren't even hockey fans are sharing it on Facebook. Yeah. It is. For those who haven't seen it, first off, I mean, it, I will say it's against the Sabres, which... I don't think they've won a game in regulation in March, going back three years now from what I saw. They came close against Philadelphia. The they came night. close, but no. Um, Barzal on the breakaway between the legs. Oh, God, it was just disgusting. Uh, if you're friends with me on Facebook, it's there. I'll put it on the dead bod because, I mean, it's worthy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm just looking really good. Leading the uh, Eastern Eastern Conference. Um, Leon Dreisaitl also had a special goal last night where Puck just kept uh, hopping off his stick, but he just made it his own bitch and just tapped it in. And he's just another special player. Slap that bitch. (laughs) Slap slap it. But, you know, I I had somebody who's like uh, texting me last night. He's like, well, 
Drysaddle is overshadowed by McDavid. I'm like, no, the two complement each other. There's just a one-two combo. Yeah, but you know McDavid. McDavid is a special, special player. And don't get me wrong, he absolutely is complimented. But well, I look at you know McDavid and Drysaddle as the new version of Messier Gretzky, and they they complement each other well. Mm-hmm. You one can't live without the other. Did you just? Call I mean, Gretzky guys? can live. By himself, Did you just I'm call pretty him sure Messier he can get Gretzky. a shorthanded goal on five on one, Gretzky. But but Gretzky made his his money from behind the net and always always had somebody feeding him. Always. Oh yeah, I mean, definitely helps when you have someone feeding you the puck beyond yeah. a question of a doubt. Um, yeah, I mean, I could eat. Yeah. I mean, I could yeah. Eat. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's talk about the uh, elephant in the room, though. Uh, Tommy Wilson, Hammer, and Brandon Carlo, uh, which was a dirty, filthy shot to the head. Straight um, up to the head. Tom like, Wilson, does that surprise up. anybody? It doesn't. No. But, Coop, I want to see your take when you, you hit me up after uh, Bram Marchand. So, after all was said and done, yes, it was a dirty hit beyond question of a doubt. 100% dirty hit. I mean, gunning for his head, didn't let up, didn't try to catch himself. Yes, 1,000% dirty hit. So who do they interview after the game? Brad Marchand. I'm like, bro, <laughs> of all people to interview. Because this this happened against Boston. And they said, Brad, um, how do you feel about that hit on Tom Wilson? Oh, it was a dirty hit. It was disgusting. I can't believe you did that. I'm like, pot, meat kettle. Like, of all the people to be interviewing and asking that question, Marshan, you should be like, I'll uh, defer my uh, answer to the uh, next player. Um, I I really cannot speak on the subject. And, you know, as much as I... I, But I can tell you, I don't mean to cut you off, but, I mean, because you are the guy, so I'm going to kind of bring it to you. Why did no one check Tom Wilson on the ice when that happened? I'll tell you why is because in today's league, it I feel there's not many players like you know what. Let's reverse 15 years ago, where because that kind of hit, even if you're in a forcer on the bench, you're coming off and putting hands on them. You know what yeah, I'm saying, right? But because I mean, it but, was it was a beyond a question of a doubt, a, a dirty, dirty hit. But in today's game, there's that lack of element. I mean, I can think of one other guy that if they were playing, say, Matthew Kachuk out of Calgary, he would have been in, in that face and would have took care of that no problem. But there's, I think, a little bit of softness in the league when it comes to that element. It's more speed, finesse, all that junk. But there's those certain guys that they just don't want that But greatness. even with the speed and finesse, you know, I mean – Crosby was speed and finesse. I mean, he's just a skilled player, but yeah, you know, he learned how to kind of defend himself and everything like that. You but, know, he. I mean, but, he. But people would say he plays a dirtier game from when he started. You know, with a high stick and kind of trying to get caught with that kind of thing. Won't ever get into a scrap, but he's learned to kind of defend himself. But no one was there to defend on that Tom Wilson hit. There was no step up. But and I know so, I've been seeing people like, oh, you need to get rid of hot, you know, fighting in the hockey. No, that that no. hit alone, but was but why there's on the flip side. Do you see anybody going after Ovi? Mm. No, because you got Tom Wilson there, and you know that he's going to handle that. 
And that's where I think, you know, years ago you had those guys that was you weren't touching my number one, like back in Gretzky's heyday. There were right. plenty of guys there that was going to take care of business before you even thought about getting to him. So, I mean, that's that's where I think the league has changed, and and and, and it's kind of you need you do you do need those. You need that grit guy. The goons. The goons. I the didn't goon. want to say, but you do need the goons. You do. You got to have a goon. Yeah. Yeah. What's your job? Uh, I, I beat the shit out of this dude. But, Why? But, but, he but, but, uh, but, he but looked at again, my guy wrong. But then again, you second guess like you second guess about running a guy and you know dirt a dirty shot, and you're going to pay for it. And it may not be that same game. It may be four or five games down the road, but you're going to pay for it. You know, that's, that's where I, that's where a guy like a Matthew Kachuk in Calgary. I mean, we don't see too much of it on the East coast, but he makes people pay and they, they don't like him, but he's that old school type hockey player. Yeah. Um, is he related to Keith Kachuk? That is his son. Okay. I know that name. Um, and, and you could, there was another, you know, he was a good top scorer, but, also brought that greedy element where he can handle himself. Um, I'm not a fan of Kachuk. Yeah, I feel he's. I mean, he kind of reminds me of Brian Marchand too. Keith Kachuk or Brad Mar- or Brad or Matthew Kachuk. Matthew. I think Matthew Kachuk. The difference between him and Marchand is Matthew Kachuk can hold his own and back his. Well, I'm not up. saying he can't back it up. I'm not saying, but I also think. But again, he, he brings shit that, that shouldn't be there. Player where he'll yeah, but I think he's skin. looking he's looking for scraps that don't need to be there. You know what I'm saying? There, there was that big battle between him and Drew Doughty with Los Angeles, and and you know old versus the new. Like, well, I'm here, so let's let's go for let's take it. And and Drew Doughty and that's that's one it. thing I can't. I, I, is I, the respect? It's not. Yeah, I do. All right, let me try to find a way to phrase this. Do I understand the respect and everything like that? Hey, you want to go? Hey, you want to go? Yeah, you know what? But I feel that a fight should kind of be a spontaneous, like, I'm going to beat the fuck out you right now kind of well, thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but but then, you Not know. Not like, like, hey, bro, hey, bro, hey I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take your helmet off. You take mine off but, so we don't get fun. I uh, punch you in the face. <laughs> eh? But there, there's some. We'll go after some uh, poutine after the game. <laughs> See, I threw mine in there. <laughs> yeah, Got to get mine. First, yeah, I had to get mine in there, though. But then there's guys that, you know, when heavy rivals would face off against each other, you knew that they would go at it. And it was almost that expectation on the fans. Yeah, but it was things. nonverbal. It was not like, you, you ready? No, you know what? I'll tell you. Let's go in like the second period. <laughs> and they oh, might have right. like talked about that. But, um, hey. But who was it got in a fight? We were talking about this earlier. Um, said you want to go, and it was a rookie, and straight up got his ass beat. Um, that the the veteran straight up told the refs, "Hey, pull pull us." He had three oh, clean flush yeah. punches to his face and told the ref, "said Hey, man, pull us apart." That's a respect. That is. That, um, <laughs> like, well, welcome to the league, dude. And dude was bloodied up; just did not look good. So, gonna run this one at y'all. Is Patrick Kane? The best American-born player in all of hockey. I would say so. Weird-looking kid, but... Accomplishments, three Stanley Cups, an Art Ross Trophy, 
Hart Trophy, Ted Lindsay Award, Conn Smythe Trophy, Collin Memorial Trophy, 400 goals, 1,060 points, 63 game-winning goals, and 110 power play goals. And still looks like he's going through puberty. But, I mean, he's still doing it. Oh, absolutely. It, 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 so it, impressive. Right now with, with the Hawks, is they're, they're most transition years. But, which I find amazing because, like, a couple years ago, they were a powerhouse. Yeah. But, I mean, with the addition of, you know, Patrick, I mean, he's just – I'm surprised that they are where they are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you, like I said, you need those complement players too. And, and, but I mean, we, we, we talked about in, in the football segment of the salary cap in, in Chicago – they did a hell of a job trying to keep that team together, which Brent Seabrook, one of their solid defensemen, he just this past week called retirement, says, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I can all I can do. Um, well, and I think with the salary cap now, too, is um, this is something we we're going to bring up later, but, I mean, kind of ties into now. Yeah. Um, ESPN. They are taking over the contract for seven year deal. Seven year deal yes. to, uh, from N, uh, NBC's uh, SN, which no fault to NBC SN, but you know, you watch ESPN every morning. I mean, we talk about LeBron's, you know, colonoscopy <laughs> that we had this morning. Um, whereas, you know, hockey kind of gets no love, you know, it's yeah. kind of like a, an afterthought. Like, oh, it's a slow basketball day. What do we got? Uh, I got a couple of uh, hockey highlights. Um, oh, there was golfing too. Let's put on golf before hockey, though. So I think with ESPN kind of getting the contract, they're going to have to start bringing it more to light, which, which is good. If you start bringing it to the light, I think you know more people watching, more money going towards it. You know, for me, cap you goes know, up. You know, back uh, late, late high school days and early college days, I, I can remember watching some of those games on ESPN and some like. Classic games like Detroit, Colorado, uh, Colorado, Edmonton, Dallas, Edmonton, uh, even some of the Flyers games when they were pushing Buffalo and, and Anaheim, just, San Jose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> old Paul Correa, T. Mussolini, yeah. you know, uh, Gary Thorne, Bill Clement calling games, Barry Melrose in between periods. You I know, love Barry. With, with the freaking mullet still rocking in the 90s and the 2000s. You He's know, awesome. But, but that that was you know they really put the hockey on the map. Um, I hope that they bring some of those guys back. But I think some guys like Tribune and I talked off air like um, Kenny Albert, who's a pretty good hockey guy. You know, and of course he's on Fox NFL. You know, calling the game there too. But he he calls a darn good game. You know, some of these guys that were on NBC Sports Network should come over to fill those gaps. Oh, you know, yeah, to make a, a good thing. So um, that's a big deal for not just, you know, and, and, and that was really all put together by the NHL commissioner, Gary Bettman. So, I mean, kudos to him for selling the game. He and, need, yeah. And, and that's the biggest thing with hockey is they trying to with make it. Like Disney and ABC, ESPN, where I felt NBC Sports Network tried hard to do it and sell it. They still were just that short. Yeah, I agree. They, um, like I said, before the season, I was a very casual Islander fan. And I could tell you 
up until tonight because of something that went down with uh, my cable provider. I've watched every single Islander game. If, even if it wasn't the whole game, I've caught a part of it. Same with the Nets. I've been a very devout fan of the teams that I say that I cheer for. Um, You're all in. I am. I am. You know what? Uh, to me, it's one of those the Islanders are doing well. Mets, you know, look good before the season starts. And yet the Nets, it's not the 80s. And that's what I'm saying. I guess yeah. after my son was born, it like skips a legacy, you know? So that's what it is. is you're like, stuck with the Fisherman jersey. Hey, I got is that jersey coming. I got that jersey yeah. coming. And I got Barzell. Hey, and, and meanwhile, I'm, I'm rocking out the old uh, Harper Whalers shirt. I'm rocking the uh, red polo in honor of Tiger. And uh, Trip is. Dilly uh, Dilly. Dilly Dilly. Trip's rocking a button down because that's all he can wear with his cast. Yeah. <laughs> It's no shame to him, but yeah. he's wearing red, so we'll we'll go with that. Oh, um, I got that, so. that I can wear right now with this. Touch upon the golf. So, um, obviously, we heard the big news last year or last year, last week, last week about Blue us, Blue Nose, <laughs> yeah. about Tiger, um, Tiger's injury, and uh, Trip. You said it best, actually, with uh, Rory. Uh, brought up. Yeah, so Rory was bringing up, I don't have the exact quote, but he was just basically saying, you know, we need to stop thinking about Tiger, the golfer, and think about Tiger, the man, the father, and just be glad that he's still around to be with his kids. Golf is the last, the last thing we need thing. to worry about right now. We need to worry about him getting healthy and being able to be the father he wants to be for his kids. Because I remember, was it earlier this year, him and his son, Charlie, playing together yep. and watching dude oh that was God, so it was cool so watch. eerie watching them because though. he How looks just that? uh his son's maybe he 13. had to be less than 10 yeah yeah he I, was a young kid he's young but he has so many mannerisms like tiger like i mean just the, the same, fist pump the, the i mean look, just every the, just a focus it's the walk i mean it was so obviously Seems as a tiger stroke. fan i would love to see tiger be able to come back and win Another tournament. I'd love to see him make the best comeback in sports since Alex Smith, really. Yeah. And and come back and, and win a tournament. But, but that's if, the thing is, is every as soon as the story broke with Tiger, is every sports radio, ESPN, anyone you listen to is saying, Oh, is he gonna be able to come back from this? Yeah. And Rory's like, Who gives a shit? Yeah. I'm just yeah. glad he's alive. Yeah. You want Which, to be, and that's the thing. At the end of the day, they had to use the jaws want, of life to yeah, get him. The jaws, not of the life. jaws of life. The jaws of life. So you just want to see Tiger be able to go out there and enjoy his kids again, and you just want to be a human. Yeah, have a have a life where you can, like you said, be human. Well, just yeah, just be a enjoy. dad, be a be a man. Okay. You know? So one quick point I want to talk about a difference, and, and it's affected like different ways. Um. Tiger Woods had the nasty wreck, you know, lived through that, whatever. But Phil Nicholson, whatever. yeah, <laughs> whatever, you know, whatever. He survived, cool. He's all right. They use the jaws of life yeah, on him, but just... whatever. <laughs> but you look at and Phil Nicholson had uh, what um, heavy heavy arthritis conditions and almost couldn't even get up. Oh, and Tiger's had a wait, lot of wait, 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 wait. You said he couldn't get up. Oh, Lord, here we go. 
think they have a little blue pill for that. Yeah, not yeah. that you know, but <laughs> what more I'm it saying is well on those blue nose players, <laughs> and he is a blue nose player. But both, both no, I'm a patent that shit. Blue yeah. nose player. Both guys that you would say, just the fact of you going about life, period, you cheer for. Let alone getting back on the golf course playing the PGA. I mean, you call that victories. So I think that's where I think I, I, I like. But like here's the thing with Tiger. It's always it's always a comeback. It's always a comeback. It's always a comeback. The whole point would be like, hey, stop with a comeback. Just. I'm not trying that's, to. I guess I'm not trying, I'm trying to, be, to make. Yeah. yeah, it's not trying to like. Oh, do you think he's going to come back and you know win another PGA championship? Who who cares? Well, like I said, in the perfect world in the storybook, yes. Would you like to see that? But I don't. I overall, don't. it doesn't matter to me. It, it really doesn't matter. Like I said, storybook wise, in when you look back on sports history, is that like the crowning? Oh man, how yeah. cool would that be? Yes. At the end of the day, it really doesn't freaking matter. Tigers, right. at the end of the day, he's still the best golfer to ever play. But, again, golf doesn't mean shit. I will say, arguably, be... do I think he's the greatest golfer? Yes. Do I think it's arguable, you know, with Arnold Palmer or Walter Hayes? Absolutely, but what I'm saying is... I get what you're saying. I'm saying So I don't want people to say, hey, he's not! He's definitely in the conversation. Okay, well, people can have their own opinion. Opinions are like buttholes. Everybody has one. Everybody thinks that everybody, everybody has has opinions. And they all think. So, so, but what I'm... But the other cool thing was we wanted to say was so um, in the honor promo. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, that's okay. No, okay. Yeah, I yeah. thought I was the guy actually wearing the stuff to represent what happened. But I just thought you looked in your closet and was like, "I'll wear that tonight." Yeah. No, I wore this for a reason. Okay, so take to take cover your take, titties. take your story. No, I mean, I think every shirt is to cover my titties, Raj. Almost every shirt I have is to solely to cover my titties. Some of them are to amplify my titties. Like this one. <laughs> Is it? I think so. What do you think? Looks good. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, um, DeChambeau actually won the Arnold Palmer Invitational. But the big story was everyone showing up on Sundays wearing red, which is Tiger's MO. Tiger, every Sunday in every tour, uh, tournament that he's played in, Sunday he wore red. And... I think Rory wore it. Phil wore it. Um, Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, Phil DeChambeau. Wore it. Everyone you don't wore even it. Have red in yeah. And that's that's what I love. Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson always, you know, I think black. he always gave the run for yeah. his money with Tiger. Yeah. Um, I would say overall that was probably his best rivalry. Yes. Yes. And I all, love yeah. Phil. That was he's America's grandpa. Yeah. Um, and Phil was even quoted saying, you know, I learned two things coming out on the course, how much respect there was for Tiger. Also, I don't own a red polo. I had to go out and buy one. <laughs> I, I love Phil, too. Um, but, yeah, so that's what happened in the world of golf. Um, we'll see what goes on from here. We got, uh, you know, Masters coming up here Masters shortly. Masters coming up very. Really looking forward to that. Nice. Well, next month. Nice. Next month is the Masters. So. time of year? I need to start uh Kissing Mitchum's ass. I think he has tickets to. Oh, does he? Yeah, I need to kiss go. his ass. Ah. Shout out to Mitchum. I'll we gotta his... get you on the podcast. You know what I love with? Yeah, I mean, the you're the same always... guy that said, "Of course you'll kiss his ass." You just said you touch another man's penis. I touched one of the hundred percent the bracket. Yeah, I've touched bracket. your penis, so like I don't you know where you're going. Why did you touch yours? 
I mean, you see, you looked a, you looked away when you said that, so I'm not sure if you're. We'll talk. We'll talk when we go off. We'll talk off air. <laughs> talk off air. It's fine. Um, but I do with the Masters. With the one thing I really I thought was funny was uh, Mitchum talking about with the Masters. You know how much like a soda at the Masters cost? Yeah, it's pretty cheap actually. Yeah, it's like a dollar twenty five. Oh. Yeah, they're 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 well. That's because I mean, first off, you got to wait thirty years to get. Fair. The ticket, and then when you get it, you pay enough as it is. So, yeah, so you can get a sweet tea. You can get a sweet tea and a freaking thirty pimento cheese sandwich. No, he, for three uh, bucks, I think so. his grandma has like life tickets to the Masters or something like that. So he goes, Damn. but that pisses you off, Carter. Uh, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, <laughs> would you say Carter's salty? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Carter. Well, Morton has Inside been. jokes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, guys, uh, anything else? Oh, baseball real quick. Let's touch on baseball. It's spring training. Um, nothing really crazy happening because it's spring training. Um, basically, everyone who's delegated back to the minor league has been delegated back to the minor league. For the most part, yeah. For the most part. Um, no major much. injuries. I know JT last week. Had a thumb injury, but he's going to be ready to go on opening day. Who? Uh, JT Realmuto. Oh, Realmuto. Realmuto. Um, Tatis uh, hitting dingers. Grand Slam already. Yeah, he's, he's which in is mid season form. Angel Hernandez is in mid season form. Angel we'll, we'll form. The cards yeah. Oh, Yaddy. Yaddy, Yaddy uh, telling, Yaddy the young, telling the young buck, hey, go ahead, try to steal on me. And he's like, all right, I will. And Yaddy said, yeah, I got you. Yaddy's 38 <laughs> years old. Just and Yaddy being doing. Yaddy. Yeah. Love it. He is, oh, yeah. in my lifetime, the best catcher I've ever seen. Uh, in my yeah. lifetime. Yeah, I think overall, yeah. If you look at the overall position-wise. I know when people say like Yogi Berra yeah, and stuff like that. But in Yogi my lifetime, I have to go with Yogi. But I just your lifetime, him. you go with Yogi? Even over Mike Piazza, I have to go uh, Molina. Oh, well, then you change your answer because you said Yogi instead of Yachty, but He was like the very end of my the life. The fact that I love that he almost got him Yogi, off. Yachty. The fact they that. They both start with a Y. I get confused. Especially, like, we're getting closer towards the end and there's more drinks than me, dude. I hear you. The fact, the fact that he almost got him <laughs> off on, at first base initially. And then he's like, okay, a few pitches go on. And I'm just gonna throw you out a second. I'll oh, he pointed to second, and said, "Go for it." Yeah, he said, "Go yeah. for it," and he said, "I will," and he said, "Got you." Yeah, that was sick. That's pretty sweet. So here's my thing: is if I I don't care how fast I am, if Yaddy says, "Go for it," no, I'm good right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not I'm, running. I'm, you should know I'm fine right here. What was it? The uh, World Baseball Classic. Where he threw down to uh, Baez, and Baez didn't yeah, even look. Didn't even look. <laughs> didn't even look. He was already cheering Yaddy. Um, but Bauer was getting I, rocked. I just go back to, like, cards always find those guys and just find those in it. I think this is the last season, though. Time. Yeah, it, I think it might I think be, it but, for him, but, you know, it's been a hell of a run. Oh, absolutely. Him. And, you know, nothing but respect for the man. He's first-round Hall of Famer in my book. Hands down. Oh, I agree, but the the writers will fuck it up because But we've got to have so. people to get inducted in the yeah. Hall of Fame. So I mean, they'll, they'll find a reason me, I, to. I, I got to put first round Hall of Fame. On yeah, him. Oh, I, I the do purest 
saying this. Yeah, um, that's crazy because usually you purists are like, ah, he shouldn't get 100%. I'm not voting for him. Ugh. Don't do steroids. There's been plenty of other players. Don't throw the not... bat at players and say, oh, Don't I voted with the bowl. Ken Griffey Jr. shouldn't have gotten 100%. Tony Gwynn, I don't care about 100% because, I mean, over Howard 400 Pink people, Jr. you're always going to get assholes. There's a lot of them in the baseball writers. Yeah, home. but when I say that a majority say like, hey, this guy shouldn't get in because of steroids, yeah, I agree with that. And that's fine. That's that's your opinion. I I can I respect that if that's going to be your argument. But there's so many other players that have not had that steroid stigma put on. Oh yeah, them, well, like the Jeter thing. The Jeter thing. Just, I agree with you. And there's a one asshole who got to, screwed up. There, there's last been so many players opinion. that have. And when you don't vote for a guy, and your argument is Babe Ruth didn't get a hundred percent. No, then Jackie to me, that's Robinson stupid. didn't what, get a hundred percent. What the hell should it matter Let's about the, the freaking percent? Just, well, if the guy is good, is, if you have great, a vote, if you have a vote, and you don't put Ken Griffey Jr.'s name down when it's that time to vote, you, your vote should be taken away because obviously yes. you don't know what you're talking about. Derek Jeter's name, your vote's taken away. Tom Seaver. There are certain players. That if you didn't put their freaking name on you just look at them and be like, all right, you obviously are just an idiot. You're done. We're you not- did. You brought up a name a couple of episodes back that, I, I mean, we got like three months before we get to the break, um, about Altuve. Yeah. And you say, if he's on this path and everything like that, do you, do you keep him out of the Hall of Fame? I say yes, for the same reason that Pete Rose is out of the Hall of Fame. Now, do I think Pete Rose should be in? Yeah. Absolutely, as, as a, a player, player yeah. As a player, well, yeah. yes. Absolutely. As but a manager, as a manager, no. no. But Altuve, he didn't impress me last year. Obviously, I mean, it was a shortened season and everything like that. Here's too. the thing: Altuve hasn't but, had a Hall of Fame career yet. I think he's yeah. had some very good seasons. He's had some Hall of Fame seasons, but he's not had a Hall of Fame career yet. He's had Hall of Fame seasons because, um, hey. Don't pull off my shirt. Yeah, exactly. Don't pull off. So, I got a shitty tattoo. I don't want people to see. Shut up. Chilling a Hall of Famer. No, he. I he think was, it's. He, he I think it's very... arguable. I don't I'll put him in. Yes. I, 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 I wouldn't put him in, but I could see where people would. But again, that's one of those. Uh, I can understand. Why I can argue don't for for and against. I can, I can understand why people don't vote for him. But like I said, there's certain players, those once in a generation guys, that if you don't vote for. You're like just in, exactly. Which thankfully he's the only player. Not thankfully he's the only because he was the dude who said, got, "I'm gonna throw you the cutter," and you still couldn't and touch you it. Still, were like, "It's coming, it's coming." Shit, it cut, and uh, you still swung and looked like an idiot. But, but, anyways, we, I really do want to have a Hall of Fame discussion with you one day. Okay, I, I do. mean, I do. We can open up another part of this episode. Sure. You know what? Before we get back. Yeah, before we uh, get to the movie bracket, yeah, let's let's talk a little more baseball before. I might even yell in. Sure. All right, guys, we're going to touch a little more baseball when we get back. Why not bring us back into the Dadbot Sports Podcast? And hey, are you still here? If you are, smash that like button. Hey. We're going to talk some interesting stuff here about some baseball, and we are live. Friggin' nine hundred numbers. Watching basketball. Go Aggies! Hey, um, heavy debate here. People that we're going to talk about Hall of Fame. 
purist versus purist versus new age, I guess you could say. Sure. And meanwhile, I'm the youngest one here. You are. You're yeah. That, you're that old old man. soul of baseball right here. <laughs> By the way, I love that book. Which one? The Soul of Baseball. I told you it's good, isn't I it? I love that book. I freaking tried to tell you. It's so, fantastic. I guess before the break, we were talking about Baseball Hall of Fame, and we decided to throw in another quick segment here. I don't know Spontaneous. how it's going to be. But... Yeah. So, free filled my whiskey. I got me a Red Bull because I really can't drink right now. I've had a drink and I'm like, yeah, no more of that. <laughs> it's not good for me right now. So, got a Red Bull. Um, so we were going, I was looking while we were on break at some names that are not in the Hall of Fame yet, mm-hmm. and we can throw them out there and we can debate some of them. I'm not going to go through a whole lot, but no, we'll hit a couple of at least the guys that were in our time frame, because I think that'd that's be, a, that's yeah. the best thing, because yeah. guys that we, we were able to watch. So you're not going to hear, you know, Dale Murphy, Thurman Munson, you're not going to hear those names because they were before our time. But we will bring up, catcher-wise, the guy that I think should be a Hall of Famer is Jorge Posada. He was on the Yanks. He was part of the core four. He, to me, in my opinion, was he one of the best catchers ever? No. But to me, he was a very good catcher, played a couple all-star games, but was part of that Yankees dynasty. And to me, that's enough to put him in the Hall of Fame. I say, so, yeah. yes, I think Jorge Posada should be a Hall of Fame. I say, what yeah. did you say going into that, though? Not one of the greatest ever. There you go. Isn't that what the Hall of Fame is for? I think the Hall of Fame is for the best ever, yes. But I think there's also certain teams that their dynasty carries more weight than a player by themselves. But that's what the Hall of Fame is for, is for the player's individual achievement. So then, here's do my I think question. he's a fantastic catcher? Here's Absolutely. my question: Why is Terry Bradshaw in the Hall of Fame? Well, now we're we'll, now we'll cross. Are we? I'm a Steelers fan, and if you look at Terry Bradshaw's numbers, they're not that good. Oh. So should Terry Bradshaw be a Hall of Famer? Yes, wasn't ready to go to the here with it. But, but all right, so but Terry Bradshaw, yes. I feel, is more. Guess with the catcher position, but Terry Collins was a quarterback, and he. Where not Terry? Terry I'm thinking Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw was a quarterback, obviously leader of the team, hands down. And you don't think a catcher is? They call it, and that's why I kind of sit with a catcher. Yeah and no, but me, I feel the like catcher is probably catcher is the, the most important position on the on the field. Most of your great managers, if they played, a lot of them were catchers. Your catcher is catching numerous pitchers, you know, throws, plus trying to, you know, throw a guy out, whether it's every first game, base, second base, third base. Every game, you're putting on all the equipment. Mm-hmm. You're kneeling down the yep. entire game. And like you said, you're catching three to four, five guys – a day. I mean, you're talking 98 plus. Yeah. I will say the fact that as a catcher, you hit around 270. In a 16-year span, it, looked, it seemed like 
Yeah. He was in with the minors and everything for 20 years. That's a long time for a catcher. Very long time. For but a let's get back to Jorge Posada. I mean, why? I mean, that's you, what you, I'm you, saying with Jorge Posada. So, because I'm not trying to go enter sports here. Do I think Jorge Posada can be a Hall of Fame catcher? I will say yes on longevity and be able to hold those numbers at a 270 or a catcher. He was solid known, defense. Here's the thing. Jorge was never known as the best catcher at the time. No, but you know what? Well, it was overshadowed by Piazza, I think. But you know what? How many, how many? Uh, I also look at it this yeah, way yeah. as a catcher, too, is how many no-hitters did you catch? How many perfect games did you catch? He had two perfect games. But he's got the championships. No, one. He had one because you're already cut the other one. That's why I kind of sit there and go, do I think he's Hall of Fame worthy? He's he's worthy of the conversation. But you just a second will ago, I say? You, but will I say quick. he's unanimous? Well, and and that's what I'm going to say as a purist. I can understand both sides to the argument. Just on longevity alone, and the fact that he was consistent. He's a very consistent catcher. Exactly. So, do I think he's worthy of the conversation? Yes, I do. Do I think he can get in? Yes. Do I think he is? Not Hall of Fame material. Not Hall of Fame material. I can understand that side too. I do. I do believe so, he's worth right, the conversation. Okay, do I think he? Do I think? Both sides your fucking mouth. Do I? Think, yes or no? Is he a Hall of Famer? In your I was book? about to fucking say it, Jesus Trip. Christ. God, I really wish you took more medication so you would be a little calmer. <laughs> I, I say he yes. Could be, but maybe not. I say, <laughs> as a person who doesn't like you. I mean, not baseball, God. I'm saying he's in. Yeah. Because we're in the time period. I'm in. Uh, he's and, not. I, and I'm giving props to Piazza because he was the, I think, in that time, the best catcher in the game. Arguably. Yeah. Especially offensively. But yeah, Coop. <laughs> I think he's worthy of the Hall, Hall of Fame. Okay. I do. Good, good talk. <laughs> we went a long way to get to that one. All right. This is one. Do you want a Hall of Do you? Want people to vote in the Hall of Fame be like, yeah, just real quick. No, you have to fucking see both sides of the argument. There's some that you can just say yeah real quick to. Yeah. So here's one for you, and this this should be a fun one. Rafael Palmero. Now, Palmero has got 3,000 hits and 500 home runs. That, uh, he's got – he's hit both those. Didn't he but he was st- also part of the big steroid saga whenever they went to Capitol Hill. So – He's got the numbers. He's got the 3,000 hits, which are automatic Hall of Fame numbers. He's got the 500 home runs, which are automatic Hall of Fame numbers, at least they used to be. Both of them did. But he was part of the steroid era. He was part of that whole, when they went to Congress, he was there, and he he was the one who, how you doing? He was the one who was, uh, he did not use steroids, period, and then come to find out he was part of the whole thing. Personally, I put Palmero in. Didn't he uh, have a stint with the Orioles? He, yeah, he was with yeah. the Orioles for a while. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, he's got numbers, but he's also got the steroid thing. So, that's a big... The steroid thing, you know, look. I look at it back in, in that era. It was an exciting time for baseball. You know, like, yep. And, and do I think we'll see that again? 
We'll never see the numbers we saw uh, in the late I'd 90s, be, early 2000s. He'd be hard-pressed. But I, I say yay. I do too. I, I, I say yay to all of them, guys. Just because it, it, brought, the same it brought people to the game that were engaged like, wow, this is happening. This is this is exciting. Who? He is one of the reasons I kind of argue with the steroid things. I feel if you take steroids, you would deliberately cheat it against the game of baseball. You did something that you know is a, is is illegal by professional sports standards. I mean, especially but, when you will, especially look at the Olympic level, for, for sure. And you've seen people getting stripped of their medals. But with pa- Rafael Palmero, he said for the longest time, I didn't take it, I didn't take it, I didn't take it. Come to find out, he tested positive. He didn't know he took it. And people say, how do you not know you didn't take steroids? The ins and out of well, professional sports. Exactly. And here's the thing also, and I'm going to throw this out there. For a lot of these guys, what they were doing was not technically illegal. Remember Greenies? And yes. Yeah, they, greenies. The, 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 you know what Greenies are? So dog chew toys. <laughs> yeah. Greenies back in the day for baseball was basically meth. <laughs> so what yeah, it comes across yes, as exactly. A little they were called little green pills. They were called greenies. You're playing 162 games. You're gonna get tired. Greenies just kind of gave you that extra little And they pet, were not pet. illegal. No, they were not they illegal. They were not illegal by baseball standards. You could take them. Yep. Now you could not stick the needle in your ass like some of these players did. That was against that was against the rules. So mm-hmm. But a lot of these players were taking these oh, other hey, drugs. I got like a cortisone shot other, or something like that. And the cream and the clear and stuff that was not technically illegal at the time. So, can we look back on it now and say, was it wrong? So, he yeah. is kind of my bugaboo with the whole steroids things. Like, for me, Barry Bonds, motherfucker, you know you were taking it. You were not Hall of Fame in my book because you know you were cheating. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to him later. Raphael, <sighs> see, it's hard. Well, and, that, and it's hard. Well, how? My thing is because and, and, because it, it it didn't directly affect and that, the team? exactly. And that's here's my problem is people like what you're saying right now, Coop. I am fine with somebody who says anybody who's tied to the steroid saga that had anything against them. Should not be in. And I'm fine with the people that say anybody who's tied to that, I don't care what they did, they're in. I do have a problem with the people who pick and choose who they put in. But I like Rafael Palmero because he didn't mean to do it. And Andy Pettit only did it so he could get back from no. injury. But Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds did it. No, I, I, and here's the thing. Is I, I have a problem with that. I feel, all or nothing. I feel as a purist, you were engaged in it. Sorry, even if you didn't know you took it, you were a casualty of war. So then you're but saying he's three, out. He's out. But three of five of those guys were an old guy. So where are we going with this? Well, it, the thing was, it was all over. And, and, it was all and over. Three of those guys the were in the home, home, the, the home run hit. Uh, oh, absolutely. You know, you had McGuire and Sosa in the summer of 98. And, and then Bonds in 2001 came out and freaking smashed the record. Do I believe all three of them were doing steroids? Absolutely. Sure. I do. do I think Roger Clemens was doing steroids? Yes. Absolutely. I do. But the ball. in my opinion, I'm fine with him. Now, Mark McGuire, 
I don't think it's a Hall of Famer. It has nothing to do with the steroids. It's the fact that I don't think he was. He was. He had some great years. He was a home run or nothing guy. Yes. And to me, I'm not putting him in the Hall of Fame. I'm not. I'm not against people saying he's a Hall of Famer. Again, I'm not making the argument. Oh no, he wasn't. If I have a vote, I'm not voting for Mark McGuire. But there's nothing to do with steroids. Same thing goes with Sammy Sosa, which I think was a better player than Mark McGuire overall. I just I don't think either one of them were Hall of on. They weren't. They weren't on these great teams. They weren't. Yeah. On well, these big dynasties. What they about weren't these? Well, but well, what about McGuire with the Cardinals? Was it a great team? No, it was. They didn't win shit with you. He was no. good in Oakland. Yeah, when they, no. the Bash Brothers, yes. absolutely. But when he went to the Cardinals, no, they were terrible. And who was the other Bash Brother? That was Jose. Jose Canseco. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was the that was the whole whistleblower king of the steroid era, and I think he just got butt hurt because he took steroids and wasn't as good as the other guys who were no. doing it better. So <laughs> he got mad because he introduced these guys to it and still wasn't as good as they were. So he's like, "I'm a Rod Kept this to myself. <laughs> All right, you assholes. I'm writing a book now, and I'm throwing everybody <laughs> under the bus. So. so that was a couple of the names there. Um, let's see. We can go uh, I feel if shortstop. Wanna... Here's one. No more Garcia Parra. Yes. He's not part of the steroid era. He was, he was with the Red Sox for a long time. He was with the Cubbies and the Dodgers for a while. He was a solid player. I don't, I don't have him as a Hall of Famer. I think he was very good, and I think he had some good years. But I think he was very good for a short time. He'll be over- that was my problem with him. He'll be overshadowed over Cal Ripken, hands down. In that well, area. yeah, but what I'm saying is he was Garcia Parra was very good for a very short time. He was for about three to four years. He was great. I mean, people. He was. You know, he was a top five guy and big bouts, MVP bouts, but he didn't last long. It was very, it was a quick thing. So to me, he's not a Hall of Famer because of that reason. Sometimes. Good player. Sometimes. Player is only has that short burst and that's what they, they give what they, they can, what they have, or they just peak at that certain time. I mean, Coop, you hit on it, I think, about a week or two ago about, you know, when a player, if they're um, age 25 and that's when you reach a certain level of on your contract and you're like, well, this guy might be old or just, just been throwing a ball or catching a ball for so long that how much more do they got left before, you know, you're like, you're done. You know what, it's half of Nomar's career wasn't spent playing 162 games. Exactly. Very the back end. Yeah, back-end. very injury prone. Now, you could look at his average. Even during that time, he was dancing around 300. If yeah. he was above it or below it. But he wasn't a 162-game player. Whereas, like, Jeter was. Yes. Do I think he was a great ball player? Absolutely. Hands down, great ball player. Could Nomar have been the DH 
would that would have suited his role well? Maybe, but again, he was he was a he was a great defensive player. It was just player. kind of a just was random good, little things would happen to him. Yeah, he was a very good defensive player, and like I said, he just wasn't he he didn't play long enough at a high level for me to consider him a Hall of Fame. I'll put it this way for for me, um, like David Wright um, had spinal stenosis, very rare. Took him out of the game. Could I? Do I think he could have been a Hall of Fame player? Absolutely. Do I think he's a Hall of Fame player? No. I think he was on the path, and then he was the on the path. I, I feel the same way. David Wright and Garcia Parra, I think, are great, great guys to look at with each other. Is they were both for a short time, arguably the best players in the league at the time. On the face of the team, I mean, and just then injuries got a hold of them. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's part of the game, and. Like I said, I can't put him in. So you guys, so I I can't I can't put him in Hall of Fame. All right, as much uh, as I love him, I, I, I say and I think he's a great the great ball player. I can't put him in Hall of Fame. All right, here's a here's another fun one for us. Barry Bonds. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Coop, he cheated. Coop again. He cheated, but it, I mean, you know you cheated. You everybody. Cheated. Uh, here's the thing: all these guys cheat some way somehow. Mm-hmm. Cool. You're gonna matter the ones yeah, that got caught. You're exactly. blatantly, obviously cheating. You cheated. I think Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer. I think he was a Hall of Famer when he left Pittsburgh to go to San Francisco. Although I will cool. say this: you cheated. I will, and that's, I will and that's your, your purest opinion, mm-hmm. and I get and, it. And, but because you you feel on that, like I feel on Tom Brady. I just, I, dude, if you and cheat, you're and cheating. like I said, yeah. that's fine. But if that's the case, then do I hate the guy? No, I'm sure you know he's. he's I, I do think he's a dick, but you know, <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he is out. a dick. I'll yeah, oh, agree. He's not a very likable. No, person. no, no. <laughs> but it's one of those like, if I had the choice between I just Sosa McGuire so much... and Bonds, Sosa McGuire, all he brought a lot of. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd rather <laughs> hang out with him. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it just there was so much disrespect he brought to the game. Just, uh, I, I'm sorry. Overall, know. Barry Bonds is a dick. I think everybody can – his teammates said that, managers have said that, he's come across in the media as a – I'm here to hit home runs and everything yeah, like that. But That's cool. Arguably the greatest player to ever play. Arguably the greatest player to ever play. Yeah, when you got stories juiced up in the – uh, And sure. that's your opinion, and that's fine. But like I said – I disagree. He's a Hall of Famer in my book. He's a he Hall is. of Famer – but I disagree on his. Why? Why would you say he is in the Hall of Fame if you know that he's cheated? That's my question to y'all. If you know that he is blatantly cheated, but there's why no, would you put him in the Hall of Fame? How do we know? Where's the positive test? They look at him. Been. Okay, from Pittsburgh to San Francisco. I, I look at the that. man. I, you can look at that all day, and that, that's fine. And but you're assuming something. So again. There's no proof there. Do I think he did steroids? Absolutely. His head grew about 10 sizes overnight. There's, there's but four guys. To me, he's a Hall of Famer. There's four guys, and I'm going to say are going to be Hall of Famers, and knowing they knew they had BS. Um, Sosa, McGuire, Bonds, and Pete Rose. I'll get in the Hall of Fame. Because you know why? To look at the talent and what they did. And the they, were, they were... They were... Great. 
But I, you know, I, 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 then I, I'm gonna touch on you yeah, I, real quick, 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 because I'm gonna touch on you because you're saying all this. Let him finish. Let him finish. Because yes, they did that. That stuff happened, but for the game, it need it needs those players to be there, and and I don't care. We can look from back to the 1920s to the current day. All players got some type of bullshit on them. I mean, look at the whole White Sox scandal back in the day, years ago. Okay, Shula still didn't really. All right, but Shula sure should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> that was way before Amen. our time, so we can't. But 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 that's what I'm saying is, don't rip this this shit away if. Roger, not count. two hours ago, you were saying how athletes, you agreed with me, should be role models. You know, should live up to that. I, yes. So you flat out cheated against the rules of baseball. I never said they should be role models, so I'm sticking to my guns. So you're saying so long as you cheat and don't get caught, you're fine. Everybody cheats. I, I mean, I, that's it in sports. Every player cheats, and they don't. And I they, look at it this way: you cheat in sports, so I teach my son that and be like, "Hey, man, you cheat in sports. You cheat in life." You're saying you never cheated in a sport you played. You never stole there you base. Go. Well, no, yeah, but that's I'm, not no, cheating. How is it not? That well, is part, part of the, of the baseball. That's part of the game. It's part but of the you game. Still stole base. Yeah, but you still stole something. Yeah, but that's not cheating. You still stole something. Now, how to throw dirt in the pitcher's eyes? That's on you. You stole threw dirt in the pitcher's eyes. But that's a pure. I've done dirty plays and everything like that, exactly. and I've gotten my ass handed so, for But that's before. what I'm saying. But so I didn't done, cheat. You, you have done stuff to make yourself. Have you bunted? We've all, we've all we've all done. We've all tried to cut the corner somehow, some way. In cutting corners, I've been dirty, but I haven't cheated. You have. I will have say, I've been dirty, but I haven't cheated. Are you around the bases? All I'm saying is, yes, we've all we've all cheated, cut corners to make ourselves better. So therefore. When you say, oh, you've blatantly cheated, we've all done something, whether it be in sports, in life. We you, you caught off sides when the ref better. was like, no. Yeah, you, you jumped, you jumped a yeah. little bit too early and didn't tell the referee, oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> yeah. See, but that's not cheating. That's not cheating. That's not cheating. Bullshit. If the ref makes a bad call and everything like that, that's on the ref. You didn't get caught. You didn't get caught. So that's what I'm saying. It's the same Both thing. in every at-bat and be like, Ball. No, man, it was really strict. But that's what I'm saying. So that's no, that's not cheating. That is cheating. That, that is, is not cheating. I'm I'm not talking about balls and strikes, because balls and strikes is a very you know, Angel thing. Hernandez who changes his the way he looks at a strike zone every batter, every How much pitch, every pitch. The game, yeah. you know? <laughs> but what I'm saying is, in football, there's a line of scrimmage, an imaginary line of scrimmage. We all know where it is. If you jump a little bit early and the referee doesn't call it, you still jump. You still cross the line before the ball was hiked. Therefore, you cheated and say you knew you did it and you got a sack. Are you going to go up to the referee, hey, Mr. Referee, by the way, you didn't call it, but I jumped a little early. That's cheating. If you, that is, that if is a part you, of cheating. If you knew the snap count. I don't agree with that. That's cheating. That's the inability of the fucking ref to do his job. So he didn't catch you cheating. Yes. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So you, you're you for my argument of... I wouldn't say that's cheating. Caught, but you, you'd be good at knowing 
like the center has got that snap count, and you could be like now if I'm going out on the field with stick them on my hands and everything like that when it's banned. Yes, that is cheating to me. But if you so got now we're away having a whole it, discussion of what is cheating, but and what if is not you got cheating. away with it, guess what? You cheated. I am shooting things that literally make me stronger, and knowing it is against the rules of baseball, that is cheating. So you're it's one. Of if I am going up at bat and I have something that's buzzing me, that's saying, "Hey, that's going to be a fastball," that is cheating. Wait, hold on. Do you not watch the catcher and try to find their ways whenever you're on second base to? Like, yeah, but I don't tell my guys. I do not tell my guys behind. But if no. you're off the bat and the guy on second's telling you, are you going to look? No. No. Because I am a purist of the game. So you're saying, but you just said, now you just said you cut corners on other things, on, on football. Now so here's the thing. If corners. I'm on second base and everything like that, and I see he's putting down a breaking ball, I'll think about running. Because That's it's in cheating. front of me. That is not cheating because it's in front of because me. Because you're stealing a base. No, that it's is just being smart. Stealing a base, but the, what I'm saying is, you're now stealing, if I'm trying to relay to the guy at home saying, "Hey, he's throwing a curve," that's cheating. No, you still stole a sign. You still and and as a purist, you shouldn't do that. All I'm saying is, you're you're as as all three of us are Christian men. So, are you one that likes to pick and choose what Ten Commandments? No, I follow them all. Okay, is one worse than the other? Did you ever see that video I ever sent you Hold about on. the? Hold on. Is oh, one you Christian? No, I'm Catholic. Oh, so oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, yeah. Is one worse than the other? What? Is is, is the one, commandments? Is one Damn, we're getting deep here. Yeah, is one We're trying to like No, but what I'm saying is it's the same thing. Like, it's still you're picking and choosing. You're saying, "Well, I'll cheat this way a little bit because I didn't get caught." But if I a couple this, things we don't talk about. We don't talk politics. We don't talk religion. No, but see, that's what makes the show not fun. You got to talk about real shit sometimes, and that's it. Yeah, in but like some some shit. You know, I don't I care, don't man. That's, okay. Hey, make make the show worthwhile. My cheat meal was this past Wednesday at um, Swig and Swine. Good job, Raj. <laughs> but, so, Swig and Swine. All right, so, yes. Swig and Swine. Back to, back to Barry Bonds. <laughs> since I guess we're going off topic and we might get real. And, you know, God forbid we get real on the podcast. God forbid oh, we get like, This is the whole thing. About, yeah. like, Day oh, one, we do not talk about religion. We don't talk about politics. Okay. Gary, okay, Gary Sheffield, is he a Hall of Famer? Gary Sheffield? Gary Sheffield. Gary Sheffield. Yes. I'm going to say no, but again, it has nothing to do with cheating. It just has to do with, I don't think he was a Hall of Fame player. Yeah, I would say the same. Okay. It's, it's, it's nothing to do with the steroid because he was another steroid guy. Yeah, yeah um, I mean, he was uh, has, prevalent as Moir. I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm not really yeah, but he was he never, just... to me, I never watched Gary Sheffield and thought. I think if he didn't take the steroids, he would just kind of laid into oblivion. I just say yes because I have heard, I have heard no name. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Roger Clemens, I think we've touched on that one. So I say yes. You still say no because of that. So um, the you only mean, other we one. We saw the Roy Bridge. Yeah. He thought it was the ball, <laughs> which still, still doesn't, doesn't make, make any sense. sense. Still doesn't make sense. Though, uh, yeah, yeah, you still don't throw it at Piazza. Thought it was the ball, <laughs> and you thought you were in second grade? The only other one I wanted to hit on, too, and this one I think is a good one to talk about, and it has nothing to do with steroid era, is Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner was a relief pitcher. Um, 
He was a closer. Yeah. Damn good closer for a while. Um, but he was never, again, you had Hoffman and Rivera at the same era, so it's hard to bring him up. Um, I, to me, I just remember, I remember Billy Wagner. I say he's a Hall of Fame. Um, let's see. He is the very best in strikeouts per inning at, uh, or per nine innings at 11.9. So almost 12 strikeouts per nine. Um, so, and he only ranks behind Mariana Rivera and an ERA plus at 187. So, really, honestly, 2000 six was his worst on, year. Yeah, six highest in saves at 422. So, to me, yes, I know a lot of people were like he was closers. A too. Yeah, people, you know, when it comes to closers and DHs, a lot of the purists are like, they ah, they've yeah, only they did one life. thing. But I, that's like what the NFL is like, oh, kickers shouldn't be in the NFL. Yeah, Why? kickers and punters, they're part of the team. I mean, they are. special teamers, you know? Yes. Like a Steve Tasker, but... So, Billy Wagner, yes, Hall of Fame. I will say Hall of Famer. All right. Well, we did that. So, guys, we will come back. We'll finish up. Our, we will go on to our final four of the movie Madness. Yes. I'm not looking forward to it. No, I'm not either. Let's go! One. Welcome back to Bod Sports Podcast. So, we just went over some Hall of Fame discussion. That was fun. But, guys, as tradition, we like to do our shout-outs now. I'm going to go ahead and start this off by wishing my pop, he's my bonus dad, a very happy birthday. His birthday was this past Monday. Happy birthday to you. Love you. He listens to us every so often. So happy birthday. Love you, pop. Bonus dad. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so our shout out for our local business is going to be Dirty Duck Pressure Washing. Um, you need a house pressure washed. In the Low Country region, feel free to give old Mr. David Bruce a call. Dirty Duck Pressure Washing does phenomenal work. You'll be very happy. Damn good guy, too. Yes. Solid guy. Solid guy. And that's a country bumpkin. Yes, I like, yes. When I first moved down here, listening to him talking, like, oh, <laughs> okay. Need translator, but. Salt to the earth. Yes, absolutely. There, man. Yep. He is as real as they come. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is. And you can't say enough about Bruce. He is he's real. That's one thing. So we also want to do this week in sports history. So there was just a couple little things. It was nineteen seventy one in this week. Joe Frazier ended Muhammad Ali's thirty one fight winning streak at Madison Square Garden. That was known as the fight of the century. Also a uh, very big thing happened a year ago this week. Sports died. It was the uh, up. Bum, bum, yeah. bum, bum. Rudy Gobert was a uh, patient zero when he decided to say he wasn't scared of COVID and touched every, every microphone. microphone on the stand. And later that day, he tested positive for COVID. And it ended the NBA season. NCAA tournament followed. Um Followed by Everybody. NHL was right yep. behind it, and, and MLB and MLB golf, and it just went downhill from there. And we had months of just for us sports fans was zero. Oh, it was it was it was tough. It was very tough ESPN finding stuff to losing do. their minds. Yes, you, you could not find anything. <laughs> it was you had to watch reruns. Yes, it was. We had. I, I did. I straight up. Oh, I, I did. Reruns. You could only take so much of reruns. 
I will say yeah, this, I'd though. try to find like a game 78 of the Mets. I will say this, though. Like one, of the best things, one of the best things I watched during that time was The Last Dance. Michael Jordan mm-hmm. documentary. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was freaking phenomenal watching that. I love that. Well, I remember you saying after my son was born, because, I mean, he was a month old at this point. Yes. You're saying, you know, one of the best things about having a newborn is when they're crying in the middle of the night, you could turn on a West Coast game and just sit there and hold your child yeah. and watch a West Coast game. Well, guess what I couldn't yeah. fucking do? Yeah, you I could not that. watch a West Coast game. Yeah, and it was... Uh, that seems to be South, because, typical bullshit. Yeah, it was in April. <laughs> Coop and I, like, I didn't get that experience. Yeah, Coop and I actually had a trip planned to go to Atlanta in April for his birthday to watch the yeah. Mets and Braves. That got canceled. Um my wife and I had an Airbnb for our kids. We were going out of town. <laughs> that guy, everything at this time last year just started getting shot, and it sucked so bad. I'm I still so have glad. Like a rain check for a concert that I, I don't yes. even know who it is. I am so glad yeah, we're I finally getting back to normal. As we were talking about earlier, and we, I don't remember if we brought it up in the podcast, but the uh, Texas Rangers announced that yes, they will be at 100 percent right. capacity. That's awesome. On opening day, and also the Braves said they'll be a hundred percent, planning on a hundred percent for the not for the chop for the for the All Star game. So there you go. Uh, But at least I I know as sports fans, we are very glad that there are sports back on because that was a very rough few months. You got to know your family very well, and anybody anybody who canceled everything, me and you being out of station too. Oh, dude, and just looking at each other like. Fucking what do we do? Like, what, do we, what do we even talk about now? Because 90% of our conversations yeah. are... Hey, do you remember that one time? Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, so we are so glad sports is back. Thank yeah. God for that. And Rudy Gobert, I still hate you. <laughs> you if it wasn't... It was blah, just blah. funny how it all turned out. It's like, thanks. As soon as he did that, I'm like... Something yeah, bad's going to happen. He's going to get it. Yeah, and sure, sure. It's shit fire. Got the vid. But thank God, it looks like we're we're getting to... We see a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I hope it's not another train coming for us. But there is a light. <laughs> um, movie bracket. Movie, movie bracket. bracket. Where do you want to start? You want to start from the back forward? Just, or forward just rip the limb off. Yeah, just... just <laughs> No, I no. say you know what. Let's start, start with the, the easiest one. Yeah, I was about to say start from the, the Bud Kilmer. Yeah, Bud Kilmer region. We got Sandlot versus Happy Gilmore. How are we gonna do this, Rod? You want to go first? Lead the way. Lead the way. I'm gonna pop for Doe. I'm gonna go Happy Gilmore. Mm. Mm. I, That's a very good one. I love that movie, but to me, my childhood was the Sandlot. I always go back to it. I'm voting for the Sandlot. I got to agree with Trip on this trip. I you knew know that. It is an absolute that. baseball classic, the Sandlot. Um, Station 2 actually has picture. Yeah. Photoshop yeah. on the Sandlot. Yes. So, yeah, I got to go with the Sandlot. As days. much as I love Happy, I do have to go with Sandlot. Any argument? Roger, just, just, I, knew, I knew I was up against the wall on that one. Just, it is what it is. 
All right. And it's just, hard. It's, it's, no, I respect it. Say, yeah. It's hard. Respect it's just, it. There's just tough yeah. ones that can be up against. That one brackets. to me was the easiest one. These next three were. They're bad. Yeah. yeah they were yeah. tough ones for me. Jackie <laughs> that Moon. was that was the only one where I was like, all right, I feel good. Yeah. Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon. Miracle versus Field of Dreams. Huh. You can do this to me, aren't tripe. you? Yeah, man. Lead the way. Fucking hard. Come on. Re- real life versus American culture. Yes. <laughs> I mean that's I mean that's what that's you're up about against. Is, yeah, you, you you've got a the one of the best feel good stories of all time. They're going both against feel good one stories. of the best feel good stories of all time, yes. <sighs> it was a tough one. Um God, I can't even believe I'm saying this. But, um, Fields of Dreams. Just because it's an American pastime. Kevin Costner, the story was well written. It actually has literature background, too. Um, and, and, and it gives another element of, I mean, not that that miracle didn't give the thing of, you know, of believing. But you know, if you believe it, it will happen. So, yeah, feel the dreams. Well, uh, Coop, I hate to do this to you again, but uh, I actually went the complete opposite way. Really? I, I didn't see that coming. I went with Miracle. Um, again, both movies, great movies. Yeah. Uh, but to me, Miracle was just, I mean, even though I wasn't alive for the Miracle on Ice, we all grew up reading about it, seeing it, and watching that movie. I mean, knowing the outcome, I was still just... I watched that movie in the theaters. I was still pumped. Yeah. And it just brings that pride back into it. I went with Miracle. I I love the ending, how at the end of the game, how they had Al Michaels on there, and then they uh, transitioned right to his actual call of the game, which I thought was good because it had been hard not to. So, I'm I'm all for that, but yeah, I, I go with Miracle on this one. Good, it was a uh, like I, I said, it was I dig. both great movies. Yeah, so. <sighs> back at you, but <laughs> no pressure. Two in a row. Yeah. God, I hate this. All right, <laughs> let's break this down. All right, shall we break this down? We I don't know how much more we get. Yeah, Field of Dreams is an absolute classic. You know, it's withstood the test of time. Miracle, Miracle's probably over 10 years old at this point. Yeah, but the actual story is... But the story lives on. Yeah. And um, I hear nowadays, and we we touched on it earlier, is, you know, athletes shouldn't be role models. But, I mean, that team, you know, coming together and just coming when America needed it. But, uh, Trip, on what you've said before is, you want to have a catch that? Yeah. God, uh, why would you do this? Um, I gotta go Field of Dreams. All right, I have to go Field of Dreams just because it's withstood longer, and you build it with they will come, and it brought to light, you know, Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah, that you know, it's just as as long as he's been, you know, out of the game, it really brought 
with him, you know, the unfairness and how much love he had for the game, which, you know, everything I've heard about Shoeless, you have to respect. Um, but God, I hate myself for saying that too, because I absolutely love Miracle. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I do too. And just think, you almost got rid of uh, Field of Dreams in the first round. I think I probably would have gone with a league of their own too. Who knows? Yeah, I wouldn't have. I think I think at that point, Miracle would have waxed that ass. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, all right. I mean, I'm not going to try to sway y'all's opinion because I think you guys both thought about it long and hard. It, so. it, I hated this one. I, I God, I hated this one. Yeah, that was it. Was a tough one, but. What you got next, Coop? I'm going to stare at the wall next to my bed when I go to sleep at night thinking about that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to hate myself for that one. All right. Um, Gordon Bombay region. So does that – wait, hold on. Before we start, that means that Field of Dreams is taking on the Sandlot. Sandlot. Oh, I know where my vote for is. The final, in the final four. I, That's know, a, I know where my vote is. Two great baseball movies. Yep. The Bombay region, 61, Caddyshack. Rod, what you got? <laughs> wow. Yeah, just, you know, that radio silence is great right now, by the way. It, 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 <laughs> it tells you how hard these freaking damn choices were. We do it, we, we just stab ourselves in the thighs on this shit. Yeah, next week's going to be fun, too. Yeah. Um, I love Caddyshack because it's so damn funny. Just like Happy Gilmore. But 61 was real. It was part of baseball culture. So I'm I'm going 61. Uh, And I've never even seen the movie. Yeah, I, I... I love the movie 61. It made a hell of a run. But Caddyshack is... The cast in it was phenomenal. Yeah. The the way it changed comedy. You gotta realize... I mean, it, it was a whole... It brought this whole thing of comedy in there. Bill Murray, as the groundskeeper, was just one of the funniest characters ever. I mean, you could still freaking... He's a bitch, Chef Nair. It's in the hole. You know, it was that was phenomenal. Chevy Chase was great in that movie. Yes. Rodney Dangerfield. My God. I mean, the cast. Yeah. With this I mean, he is. There's so many one-liners <laughs> by on him you. Of, in it. I got to go with Caddyshack in this. Plus, we've already got two other baseball movies in. Uh, that's another thing, too, I'm looking at. I know it shouldn't look that way, but I, I had Caddyshack going into this as well. So, Caddyshack is my pick. Because sixty one, good movie. It's a not even it's not even a cult movie. It's well, for pure baseball fans, movie, they but... like it. But overall, if you're looking at great movies, sixty one had a hell of a run. But Caddyshack is a much better overall movie, and it's one of the best comedies ever made. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a great sports movie and a great comedy. To me, there's those two genres in one. Yeah. It's it's phenomenal. I got to go with Caddyshack. Caddyshack is hands down one of the funniest movies of all time. 
easily. But I love 61. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. So if I'm going as a fan of the between the two movies, I have to go 61. And um, I just love how they bring in Roger Maris, Mickey Mantle, Yogi. Just And it was made by a Yankee fan. And you could tell Billy Crystal put all, all of his creativeness into this movie. And it was just such a great movie. I have to go with 61. I love Caddyshack, but to me it was it was a great comedy. So if we're talking comedies, yes, I would say yes. It's definitely up for discussion. For sports movies, I have to go 61. Um, Trip, you could actually probably sway Roger more than me on this one. I mean, my thing is Roger's never seen 61, so... But yet he's still voting for it. So That's it's what hard I'm saying. To... Yeah, it's it's easier to sway I mean, him because it was a good movie. But honestly, Raj, if you've never seen it, I, it's hard for me to say why are you putting a movie in the final four that you've never seen. Um, yeah, we both seen. I love the movie. I think it's one of my all time favorites. But overall, Caddyshack's a better movie. I just, it's a great I just comedy. look. I just look at that. The Bears first male um, rivalry within the team and. Just having a fan base. Just you just haven't seen that. The papers, in baseball years. writers. Well, no, America's. we've seen it. You've never seen it. But I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is, I get what you're saying, but what I'm players, saying is, you're putting a movie up in the top four of all time that you've never seen. So how are we saying it's a top four movie when 33 percent of us in this room have never seen it? You know what I'm doing? If I if I was to do a Buy of a stock or a sports bet. I'm doing so. Yeah, sticking with sixty-one. I'm sticking. Okay. 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 Well, the best baseball movie ever made. It'll be the name of this bracket from now on. I love sixty-one. I mean, sorry. I I can understand. I can still understand from a fan base how Candy Caddyshack gets it. I get it it. too, but Jesus Christ! I mean, we're you're putting in a movie in the top four that you've never seen. I just that's that's between you and Ryan. I'm just. I can only go with my heart. It's hard for me to say. Oh, these are great movies. I've never seen it. Then don't vote on it next time. I'll get it for you. But I have to vote. So I'm on the panel. I have to get. I'll get it for you. Please watch that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Of all time. I, I, it's like it's like Sandlot. Might, it, might have to vindicate, it might have to vindicate my vote. Yeah, yeah okay. you'll understand. And be like, yeah, that was a good call. Yeah. <laughs> all right, last one in the Lou Brown region. It's not baseball. Uh, Varsity <laughs> Blues versus Remember the Titans. What you got, Roch? I can't see. James Vanderbeek beating Denzel Washington. I remember the Titans. Freaking damn phenomenal. So wait, you can't see that, but you can see Thomas Jane beating out Bill Murray? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah. I, We're going with We that. are going there. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you got his name right. It didn't say Tom Hardy. Yeah, I screwed up big time. <laughs> last you didn't say Blue Nose. It's yeah. true. A- anyways, uh, but I can I, tell you, Roger Maris was a blue nose slayer. He was. Um, <laughs> What's the matter with you? I, I like. I like. Remember that. I like both movies, but Remember the Titans. I've said it from the get go. I think's 
one of the best movies ever made. So remember yeah. the Titans for me. And I've actually seen the movie. Mm. Amen. Varsity, Varsity Blues to me is a... Uh, I feel almost every high school player can kind of relate to some aspect of that movie, but to bring everyone together, like remember the Titans did and just the soundtrack alone. Um, I got to go with remember the Titans on that one as well. So we're all in agreement on remember the Titans. All righty. So does anyone have any rebuttals? Because I feel, I feel like the hardest one for me personally was the miracle versus yes. Field of dreams that was the hardest one that me. was hard i mean i've said my piece on it I don't... you could sway <laughs> me probably it's a great movie i mean i don't know what to say miracle was a great movie and it is so hard it's just the you know kevin costner really brings that and we did this life and was... on the randomizer <laughs> <sighs> So who's our final, who's our final four? Yeah, it's uh, remember the Titans against sixty one, and it will be um, Field, Field of Dreams, Dreams versus Sandlot. Sandlot in the final four. Mm. Yeah, not too bad. You think so? Yeah, you're gonna have to pick up. Yeah, yeah, I do too. <laughs> I mean, or you just want to go with it now? You want to go to the next I mean, stage? It's up to y'all. We, it doesn't matter to me. We can we can do it now or next week. Finish. Well, let's out. do it now. Fuck it. Because after that, we'll go right into the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So our final four. So we have sixty-one against. Uh, what was it? Sixty-one Remember against. The Remember the Titans. Um, guys, I'll make the same argument I made before. Remember the Titans, one of the greatest movies ever. I'm going with Remember the Titans. Coop, yeah, in my you. heart of hearts, I have to go with 61 just because I love that movie. It's my all-time, one of my all-time favorite movies. You will not get another inch. Remember the Titans. Do not let them get another yard. Do not let them get another yard. If you do, I'll take every one of you out. Very good movie. Yes. So, yeah. remember the Titans. Coop. I had a feeling I was beating on that one, but I have to go with my heart. All right. Remember the Titans is in the final, and it will be taking on either the Sandlot or Field of Dreams. Dreams. Guys, sure. I, I love the Sandlot. It is a movie I grew up watching. I've said it before. I love it. And your face is on yeah, a Exactly. We did a whole picture of it. But Field of Dreams... I, to me, Miracle and Field of Dreams was probably Miracle, Field of Dreams, and Remember the Titans. I thought were three that could have taken the whole thing. Yeah. Therefore, Miracle got knocked out. I'm going now with the Field of Dreams. I think it's just like you said. You were talking about the lit the literature in it, the bringing the past back, like Coop was bringing up. Um, the Midwest, the oh, yeah. feel good, the farm story. If you build it, 
that they will come. There's just so many aspects of that movie that make it so good. And at the very end, Dad, you want to have a catch. Like, it's wife just, is a ride or die. Yeah, I mean. That is a ride or whole, die wife right there, man. Just a great whole thing together. I, you know, Field of Dreams. Again, Field of Dreams is an absolute classic. We already talked about this. Nothing we're going to say is going to be new information. No. <laughs> but I could tell you Sandlot grew up with me. It grew up with you or you grew up with it? I mean, from when I watched it as a kid to now, I still love the movie. Are so you still growing up? So do I. I'm still growing up. <laughs> and I have to go Sandlot. Sorry, there was there, were, there was two parts in that in this movie where this is new information, okay. Um, that I loved was the uh, the doctor in Field of Dreams where um, he got the chance to be yeah, a big baseball player. Yep, and he had to make that choice of do I stay with the guys or do I help this kid. Okay. Don't wink, kid. Yeah. <laughs> and then James Earl Jones come to that realization of where do I want to be? And you see him just have that pure joy of just laughing and giggling, just walking into the field. And, yep. Did he die? Like I, yeah. I think I, that's why I think that's what it I went think. to yeah. But um, so ambiguous that yeah. ending. Real dreams does it for me. That's fair. All right. So are we set on our final? That's how I don't think I can sway y'all on the sand lot. No, not me. Not against Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams versus uh, Remember the Titans next week. Wait. You did that to you. Remember that. I did that to me? How did I do that to me? So are we just going to finish it out tonight? I think we all need to like write. Yeah, down. we no, we all need right. a we need a drink. And so a we will come back or... uh, next week, and we will have our winner, and we will hit on next week's big stories. Tournament's coming right up. Who knows what the hell is going to go on with the quarterback carousel anymore? Yeah. Baseball's about to start. NBA Russell and Wilson going to the Jets. Yeah, man. NBA <laughs> and are you full still swing, so. on the Jets? Guys, no, I said Deshaun. I'm saying Russell Wilson now. Going oh, now, now we're like, who oh, the hell knows? We can Trubisky to so, the Jets. That makes more go. sense. That makes a lot more sense. I could see that one. <laughs> I could. So you'd be like, hey, so, guys, we appreciate you listening. Thanks again. Episode eight in the books, guys. The Ocho. So, but guys, we really do appreciate you coming on this journey with us. We uh, got over 500 people on the Facebook page and. Guys, like Roger loves to say, what do you what do you have to do? You gotta smash that like button, y'all. Smoosh it. Um, what? How do you smoosh? Smoosh. Smoosh. Smoosh that button. Mm. Again, guys, thanks for uh, sticking with us. And um, again, if you have anything you want us to talk about, please, we will talk about it. Just reach out to us, and we'll bring it up. Whether it's golf, football, baseball, cricket, cricket. I'm waiting for someone cricket. to talk about cricket. <laughs> I ain't talking. And I'm about really going to have to do some research because I have no idea what the hell's going on with cricket, but rugby, anything like that, we'll talk about it. Um, guys, right, uh, yeah. looking forward to uh, 
Talking to you next week. Deuces. Freaking potato. Ocho. Done. Freaking potato shit. <laughs> it's that freaking potato shit, man. Yeah. See, but there was a Mr. Potato Head and a Mrs. Potato Head. So. Who gives a shit? It's a fucking potato. That's what I'm saying. But, like, so how, well, how can you be upset? I'm not upset. <laughs> but, like, I'm saying as a general, like, how. Because people are retarded. Stupid. Ooh. <laughs> canceled right there. Oh, well. I believe that could get us canceled for a while. That's <laughs> fair. You're in Facebook jail. Yeah. I've been in Facebook jail many times. <laughs>